Welcome, everybody. It's a very light Saturday night special. It's me and Hartman. We're here to hang out. We got some pretty cool stuff to talk about. Hartman's got a new um, segment he wants to introduce. So we've got some new stuff we're going to test out on you guys. We're hoping um, others will be joining us. I reached out to Marco and friends. So hopefully people should be bouncing in. So let's see, sit back, relax, and oh crap. And let's get this dumpster fire going. Warning, the following video contains material that some viewers may find harmful or could be traumatizing to some audiences and doesn't reflect the opinion of Renovision. Viewer discretion advised. Welcome, 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 everybody. Howdy. How are you doing tonight, Harmon? I am tired, but here I'm here. I showed up. I, I forgot about the time change because here in Arizona we don't change time, so I forgot it's either an hour that, later, an hour earlier. It's tomorrow. I don't fucking know how that goes. It's an hour earlier, so I guess everybody's probably still wondering why we're doing this. Can you hear me? It's, it's yeah. It's still five o'clock here in Arizona. But I think it's only seven and earlier other places. So I wanted to start the show out by giving a shout out to um, to our boy Matt on the show. Mr. Matt. Mr. Uh, Mr. Matt got married the other day. He got married Thursday at 4.30 in the afternoon. Cheap fucker. Who does oh, that? But yeah, look at that. Like a studly stud. He married his best friend, Aaron. Shout out. This is a... Uh, uh, this is us at the... It was nice. It was, it was a nice little reception. I made Matt feed me cake, and I also made him dance with me. Is that you on their honeymoon? <clears throat> This is us at the reception. <laughs> dinner. I made them stop eating dinner to take a picture with me. It's a church-worthy photo. Yes. It was a nice, intimate... There's this picture right here. Let's see. Looks like he's um, thinking about running. <laughs> I, th I think he's Should he's I be doing like this? He forgot something. Like he forgot to do it, but he doesn't know what he forgot to do. I think he forgot to poop. I think he's pooping. He's pooping right yeah. now. He's doing right it. there. He is. That's his 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 poop face. But congratulations to him and Aaron. Uh, it, it's kind of a funny story. I don't know if we've ever told this on this show, but when we were doing Absolute Geek. We had a psychic come on. Huh. And the guy was kind of giving us like, diff I don't even think he, I had him 
give me a psychic prediction. If he did, then it, whatever it was, it didn't matter enough for me to remember. But with Matt, he asked, uh, what, what's in store for my future? And what actually happened was the psychic was like, you're going to meet somebody here soon. And he was like, yeah, right. I don't even leave my house. How the fuck do I, am I going to meet somebody? Says, nope, you're going to find the one. And it was this whole thing. And, you know, we kind of laughed and joked about it and stuff. But shortly after he met, he met Aaron. So it wasn't the psychic. And now they've got a baby and they're married. What? I thought you were going to say it was the psychic. Yeah. He married the psychic. Yeah. How psychic is that? But no, shout out to Matt. Congratulations to him and Aaron. It's a pickup game right there. It was it was a nice little intimate ceremony. Friends, just a few friends and family. And it had free drinks. So I tried to consume as much of his free alcohol as I could. So I, I just wanted to start to show off with a big shout out to uh to Matt and Aaron. As you can see, hopefully people are going to be showing up soon. Um, I fucking hope people show up. Me too. <laughs> I don't want to get started with a lot of the news because I want a bunch of people here to talk about it, especially since we've we've lost members of the comic community here, and I, you know, I just I really want people here to talk about it, and so. But I guess we could get started anyway. Anything interesting happening to this week, Hartman? Um, not. Oh, I I sold my first card uh, for a commission, which was was very very uh, hopeful that it happened. Let me bring that up. <laughs> Let me bring that card up, and then you could talk a minute about. What it is you do with these cards? Yes, Zach Wild guitar stuff. There we go. So let me share my screen again. It it felt um, like an achievement, though. I think that's for sure. So so what you, I take I. I, what I, what I do you, exactly is you do, I, uh, do fucking hmm? would what say that again? Oh, I said, does he really hurt? Does he really hurt? He's killing it. He's, he's Jalen hurts. He's it. Really hurt? Yeah, um, Jalen hurts is a uh, definitely a hot name on the list this year for uh, quarterbacks. I think Gardner Minshew might be his backup, so kind of feel bad for that guy. He's not going to get any play, but <clears throat> yeah, but you know, I, I posted him on Facebook I, the other day. I posted a Cam Akers wearing a Lakers jersey, and that brought a lot of attention to my account online because Cam Akers doesn't play basketball. So I cut up a Shaq card and put him wearing a jersey and holding a basketball. I don't even know who that is. I, I I don't either, but I just had two cards in my hand at the same time, and they rhymed. So I'm like, yeah, let me just make a Cam Lakers card. So and and then so, it brought a lot of attention, and then I got a commission for this piece right here. 
So what did you do to it? Basically, it's a a 2020 rookie card on a 2022 design. Um, I colored it, painted it, um, cut the vinyl for the logo behind it. Um, and it actually took me probably about four hours in all to get it done, start to finish. Um, thermal or it's a thermal printer I used on the name tag at the bottom, and then I lit it with the lighter to get the. Uh, so did somebody specifically ask for you to make this, or did you make it? Yeah. And they noticed this one. Um, he said he was a Phillies fan, and he wanted me to like make the card for him and. And it's not like I just made it out of rain. Like I asked him, I was like, do you want it messy? Do you want it clean? Like, you know, like there's different ways that I can go about it. Cause I, I basically took my name off of Kanye West being so different in all the stuff he does, like his work. And you can never know what kind of music he was dropping. So mm-hmm. I'm like, let me do that for cards. I'm going to put something out, but nobody's really going to know what it's going to look like. Like they're going to, they're not even gonna be able to like guess. So, and then I came up with that account and I'm like, I'm going to turn this shit upside down. So that's my goal is to basically do card customs that just fuck the whole game up. <laughs> well, it looks cool. Yeah. it's. A, I mean, it's, <clears throat> I, I don't like the color, like, but that's the team. I mean, the color of the card. But yeah, like I, I hate the midnight green on the logo. It's just not, it's not great, not great on the eyes. Like it's one of those crayons that you pick up and go, Ugh, I'm not gonna use that for anything. Pine trees. But so yeah, that's what I do as a side hobby. I'm just glad it made me some money. Interesting, interesting. Yeah, man, you should look in. You should look and see. Like people make crazy stuff. Like, like one of the guys I messaged online, he did a Spider Man, Spider Man card recently. Um, you got guys that do pop culture stuff. Like, um, one guy does like basically um, pop culture meets like stick it. Pop culture meets what? The man. You know, like a housewife over a mouth and a shush, like in big comic book letters, like, you know, little stuff like that. That's a, there's all sorts of different kinds of guys that are art online. And you can fit it in your pocket. And you can fit it in your pocket. Mm-hmm. Art you can carry. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's cool, fun. cool, cool. Let's see. Stop sharing. So I guess... Shout out to the one person listening to us. We appreciate it. Shout out to TK. <laughs> TK says. Yeah. Shout out to you, TK. Yes. He's still still in here. So I guess, let's see. We'll get rid of that. Get rid of that. So I guess we'll kind of start the news, I guess. God damn it, I didn't want to yet. But I guess we will. So let me share. We're gonna screen. find out. Uh, damn it! Let 
Let's start out with, according to the multiple insiders of Twitter via the direct, Colin has signed a new Marvel Sony contract that will see the actor return to the Marvel Cinematic Universe as the beloved web crawler. While it is currently unknown how many films the new deal will cover, Comic Circus Alex Perez tweeted that Holland's contract does not feature any Disney Plus appearances, which will surely disappoint fans who are hoping to see the Web Slinger cameo on the upcoming Daredevil Born Again. At the time of writing, reps from Marvel and Sony Holland have not responded to the recent contract reports. So that's awesome. Hey, what's up? What's up, Prepare Tech Tony? I'm stoked to see Mr. Holland as uh, Spidey again. I'm, I'm lucky. What, yeah. do you know? what does killer job. Tony and Love TK him. think? He's so far, he's been my favorite Spider-Man, so I'm excited to see him. Yeah, he's a excited. solid, solid pick. Oh, dude, do you want to hear a story before I continue? About why not to use fucking DoorDash or Chipotle? Um, go for it. I, I, I imagine I could, I could think of multiples, but so last well, two weeks ago or so, I went and. Uh, you know, through the Chipotle app, you can order uh, Chipotle and DoorDash brings it to you. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, my work, certain people's fucking apps take them to some random apartment complex. I don't know where, but some random apartment complex. So I'm sitting there waiting for my goddamn Chipotle. And it says delivered. And so I called the dude and I was like, hey, man, this says delivered, but she didn't deliver it. He was. No hablé inglés, and he hung up on me. Uh, he fucking... Uh, and he fucking... And I was like, nah, dude, you didn't send it. And he sent me a picture of it instead of some... Um, some random dude's apartment. Uh, I agree, Tony. Yeah, 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 pictures of the guy eating it? No, but it's just sitting there, and he's like... I was like, that's not my place. And I sent a picture of where I was, and he's like, all right, I'll bring it. And uh, he was like, uh, and he brought it like 20 minutes later. So now it's like we're going on like an hour. And when I get it, it's been opened. Like whoever uh, got it opened it and took a look at it. And I don't know if they started to munch, had a few chips and some queso. I don't know. So I was like, I'm not going to eat this fucking shit. And uh, so it's like I a called, third party, right? Says, if you have any problems, what? It's like a third party. They don't the once they like you, the food's out of their hand though. Did they give you any money back? I'll get to it, Eddie. Uh, <laughs> but when I get it, like you know how like when you get them, they're they're taped shut, the bags and everything. Mm-hmm. I I agree, TK fucking Holland for Spider Man. So I get it, and the bag's been opened, which means uh. rummage through my fucking food. So I called the number on there and I was like, hey, hey, first off, it was an hour late. Second, it's been opened up and looked at. I don't fucking want this anymore. I just want my money back. Chipotle's like, oh, we can't refund you because it's DoorDash. You need to call DoorDash. Uh, so I called DoorDash and DoorDash goes, oh, we can't do anything about it because it's fucking Chipotle. So uh-huh. I'm like, so I finally argue, argue, argue. I was like, just give me my money back. It's not that hard. Just it's easy. Just give me my fucking money back. You know what they did? They gave me a free Chipotle. One meal. 
Was, is it worth it? No, I'm pissed. Oh, I just wanted my goddamn money back. That's it. But okay, yeah, back, I, I, back to back to Tom Holland. We'll get back to Tom Holland. People are starting to join us in chat. I figured that that was some that, like that. It's mind boggling. Like he could have got COVID now. <laughs> like something could. If he, did you eat any of the food or? No, I threw it away. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> somebody might have coughed on it as spite. But I mean, man, I'm excited to see a Spider-Man four now. God, I want some and Chipotle. five and six. Oh, I know. Fuck Chipotle. Fuck DoorDash. Fuck I, don't, Chipotle. I don't think I have a Chipotle in town. You don't have a Chipotle in Indiana. No, we just got a Popeyes. Popeyes chicken is the shiznit. Uh-huh. All right. Moving on. The fifth monster versus film. These according to the crew. It's been to be titled Godzilla and Kong. It officially wrapped up principal photography. Oh, hell yeah. What's up, what Bubba? Up? How you doing, Kyle? Pretty Hi, good. Man. What's up, man? What's up? Not much. Good We're dying. Uh, I'm here to help. See, what can I do? Uh, got up. some buckets? Uh, you got puppets? I got some buckets to get the water oh. out. Thought you said puppets. So I was excited. Oh, good. Thank you. Thank you. We were For sure. we were just talking about uh, Tom Holland finding a new contract to keep playing Spider Man. Oh yeah, six more movies, right? That's what God, I read I about. Hope so, yeah, I hope so. That's the best. Uh, I mean, that's the best thing they got going, and hopefully he's doing uh, MCU movies as well as uh, the Sony movies or whatever you know, like Avengers and what have you. Never tried Chipotle. Chipotle's good. Don't get me wrong. Just do not have it delivered in case yeah. something goes awry because you're just, you know, unlike Uber Eats and shit, you just, you don't, you know, like you order stuff off Uber Eats, they refund you like automatically. You get a middleman with your food. Nobody likes that. DoorDash yeah. and Chipotle, man, they just didn't fucking, it was like this. Chipotle is a whole different experience when you're not watching them make your food. I do yeah. not endorse uh, getting <laughs> Chipotle delivered. Never had a good experience yeah. with that. Yeah. Joseph, I, uh, it's barely worth getting it at the location. <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know DoorDash doesn't care if you get extra sauce or anything like that. No. You're lucky they even give the food to the right place. They might just throw it at your door and run. If I don't so get my extra sauce, I will drive back and They get delivered it. mine to the wrong place, to some random apartment. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't do it. And like it was, with sauce. And when they finally I, delivered to me, it was open. The bag was open. Like you could tell somebody had went through it. Maybe they were having a little snack on the way. I I, I figured they had some chips and queso. <laughs> yeah. If you're not in a hurry. Just stay that way. It's just. Hit, yeah. DoorDash where the pubes are free. Oh my God. I've been doing the chimichanga thing lately with some Taco Bell sauce and some sour cream. Tastes the same. <clears throat> Chimich like you're making chimichangas? <laughs> no, I'm heating them up in the microwave. Oh, okay. <laughs> Put some oh, dude. The air fryer taco is where it's sauce at. and sour cream. The air fryer is where it's at. Although I just got. I was just running a little bit late. We just finished uh, eating. I made pizza, 
for my wife. So I made dough a couple of days ago. So I just finished uh, finished off the pizza dough. So that's why I, I hurry up and scarf down my pizza and came running downstairs to get online with you because the whole hour difference it kind of threw me off. I thought we weren't going on for another hour, then realized that then we figured out that you uh, don't do daylight savings time. So you're on an hour earlier now for us. Oh, yeah, so no. we're on at the same exact time we normally are. Yeah, so this for me, it's an hour earlier. It's, it's still five o'clock our time. Gotcha. We always go on at five our time. So I have no idea yeah. when we go on. I yeah. Just... yeah, I thought it was eight o'clock. So, so I, I I was thrown off a little bit. So I got the message like, hey, anyone going? Are you going to be on there? I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I got to I gotta hurry up and finish. I thought I gave myself plenty of time, but nope. Well, was it, was like, it was like as the week progressed, everybody was like, can't make it, can't make it, can't make oh. it. And I get it. <laughs> Matt got married, like I was telling earlier. Matt got married, and he's now he's gonna go. See, he's gonna go see Elton John tonight. Okay. Sam had to go do lawyer stuff. Ish's family sick. Oh. Sticks had something to do, so it's just like one after another. Everybody kind yeah. of. And then Hartman tried to bail at last minute, but I wouldn't let him. You didn't let him. Yeah, that's smart. I told him tough shit. I can't be tired. Yeah, yeah I said I'm, I'm all in. Yeah, unless ready to go. You want to go? <laughs> I'm tired. If I but, if you if you don't want to go, then yeah. I'm not gonna be mad. Sam had lawyer stuff on a Saturday night. That's pretty hardcore lawyer stuff, then, huh? Yeah, I don't know if it was like a lawyer party. I don't know what it was. Well, it's like, a, it's it's like an all night lock in where all the lawyers get together and they, <laughs> they roller skate and shit. In. Extracurricular activities for lawyers, yeah. I don't know if he's schmoozing to make partner. I don't know what he's doing. Playing arcade games in Aladdin's castle with the door shut. Like, I mean, real G's. He's holding hands and couple skating with his boss. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Doing some dance, dance revolution. But hitting all the notes. Let's get back on track. So, like I said, it's going to be Godzilla and Kong officially wraps principal photography in Australia. 2023 will be used to work on the FX and editing and the promotion buildup. I have to admit, these movies are like a, they're like the Fast and the Furious to me. They're like, um, better. No, not that they're like better, but they're like, uh, like a secret thing that I really like to watch. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a, like a little love thing that I got. I like them. I think they're good. I haven't gone to the theater to see any of them, but I would watch any of them if I could watch them at home. I don't know where, uh, like the last. I know that that Kong Island came out recently on uh, at home. That's the most recent one. (laughs) I would watch that. Yeah, I I mean, I would watch them all, but I I haven't. I can't say that I have. Was Kong Island in? Was Kong Island like in canon, or was that? Thank you, Tony. Guilty pleasure. Thank you. Oh, I didn't know they had a cannon. Yeah, they're all like related, aren't they? The uh, MonsterVerse. Yeah, they're all like. I, I would watch. Like, I mean, I've watched plenty of the old Godzilla movies, but uh, none of the new stuff. I haven't watched any new stuff, so. I I enjoyed them. I like, but it's just my opinion. Yeah, I'm I'm in. I, I would watch it. I think we lost Kyle. Hmm. Probably singing, singing a song or something. Yes, that. Yeah, seriously, it's just pure entertainment. Uh, no, I'm just I alcohol. Agree. That's why I can't think of words <laughs> right now. 
Yeah, I watch kaiju movies. I'm a big kaiju fan. Like he's so. drinking beers. I, dude, I have to. I'm about to switch over to this to really get me going. But uh oh, what is that? Just some your blood. Some some whiskey. Ooh. Some small batch whiskey, but I'm gonna start out with uh, this nasty ass Topo Chico. Topo Chico. Topo Chico. They don't taste good. I don't think they're supposed to. Uh, but uh, that's better. But yes, these are guilty pleasure movies. I just they're just fun to watch. Yeah, yeah like it's a Justin Timberlake album. I love them, but Justin Timberlake's album is more of a guilty pleasure. Oh, dude, he always brings sexy back. Um, I will say for Justin Timberlake, I used to spin records, and uh, Justin Timberlake will get the ladies dancing. You always want ladies on the dance floor, play some JT, and they'll get on the dance floor. So that, Every time. That, that 40, 40, 20 of uh, Timberland, uh, Neptunes, and Brian McKnight. I was like, that. I didn't like McKnight's <laughs> tracks, but that, that album was produced by some genius. Yep, good stuff. All right. Zack Snyder has no current plans to return to Warner Brothers and work on more DC films. That's no longer a statement of opinion, but it's fucking fact. He told the Press to Deceive show that he has not been contacted. The filmmaker who is responsible for Man of Steel and continuously a fan favorite among DC fans. DC left during production. He where he left on DC's Justice League, the third film of the franchise. The film was eventually released in a badly reworked form and so par- poorly received it ground DC to a halt while he spawned his Snyder Cut, which was too long and too fucking too no. fucking drawn out. Are we really sad that Zack Snyder is not going to make any more DC movies? I watched that movie six times. So you were... While I worked. Oh, oh. While I worked, but... What's up, man? He, look, he looks like he's like drunk and trying to like find out what's going on. I told you, I was trying to pick the best pictures I could find of what's people that? to to use. No, I'm good, bro. <laughs> I think we need to move on from Zack Snyder and whatever else. None of that stuff's been working. Like you know, pick and choose. Like okay, Matt Reeves is good. We can keep him. Let him do more Batman stuff, but. James Gunn needs to move on and pick people that um, can get it right the first time. Did I, he I, pay I, for that out of his pocket? The the Snyder cut? No. He didn't pay for that? Out? I thought he did reshoots and all that stuff on his dime. I don't think so. I mean, like, the, they actually officially released it on HBO, so, I mean, they had to have... I think they put money into it. Like, they filmed the Joker scene, that Joker scene in his backyard, from what I read. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, it wasn't his money. He was trying to save me. He just didn't get a lot of money. No. So, Hartman, Joe has a good question for you. Uh, did it get any better with uh, subsequent watching? Hold on. Say what? You watched did it six it get times. Any better? Was the six times oh. better than the first time? I think it was more of a, like, not paying attention constantly. Yeah. So, those scenes were that were drawn out, those were really the ones that killed like it's like you know listen to those chicks sing and then watching that flash save that woman like he was doing bad things to her without touching her like that was no, i did not enjoy it so like not paying attention it it i mean it, i didn't think it was bad i think if they would have cut all that bs out it would have been fine 
But, so if they would have cut all the BS out, it would have been the original. They cut movie. all the scenes that, like, we all know it's come on, man. Let's get to the say we all realize why you're doing it. We get it. Just cut five minutes out of this little scene here, and we'll all be thankful. I think that happened like three or four times, right? To really liked med- Ezra. Ezra really had his screen time in that that movie. I, I thought it was just long and terrible. <laughs> I think it was better than one that they that I saw the first, like with the stash, the CG stash. Just oh, but I don't know. I'm not a DC fan. I'm I'm not. <laughs> yes. If only there's more cyborg. I, I've been a huge DC fan my whole life, just not of the DC movie universe. I like the animation. I like the animated. Oh stuff. yeah, like, that's, that's the stuff. They've got it there. They they kill Marvel with the animation. But I don't agree. And I was Here. watching the dead the uh, Deathstroke one, and I'm like, they said like they were showing blood and stuff. I'm like, oh my god, I completely forgot that like it's rated R. Like they don't. Oh, the movie. Yeah. It's well, like just the animation. They really don't emphasize like this is like like dark stuff. Like you know, you're gonna see blood. And, like, I just thought it was Batman begin or like the Batman animated show. Like, I right. thought it was all censored like that. I didn't even think or go to look and see what the rating was. So I'm all in on DC's animated stuff. So Double J says Snyder just didn't take a full salary. Warner still. Footed the bill for forty million for reshoots. I'd like to know where he shot that Joker scene, though. See if I. <laughs> that's I forgot that that's out. I still need to get, start watching it because I love Titans. That's what I should have watched today instead of Psych. Damn it. Yeah, I recently got access to HBO, but I think I said this before. Um, I haven't been able to get past having South Park at my uh, disposal, so I've been oh, catching up. It's so Snyder easy to get sucked in. It, it's it's so easy to get sucked into so South Park. So easy to watch South Park. I mean, just it's like, oh yeah, Titans. There's so much. All the DC animated stuff is on there. Nope, haven't watched any of it. Just keep watching South Park. Yeah, it's easy to get sucked into. South I got, Park. I got, I got to move on. I got, I got to start watching Titans. I keep hearing. I got to so correct is, it. Is it Snyder revealed that he almost shot the Batman and Joker interactions in secret before Warner Bros. approved the shooting? Oh. So he wanted to. Yeah, that was his original plan. And then he like looked at them like, "What? You got? You guys are gonna give me money? To, I can? Okay, cool. Yeah. I like money. Of course, bro. Okay. I like good-looking men. <laughs> My men I'm in shape. This scene real quick, and I'm gonna come back to to Canada. good-looking men. So the new Penguin show that's coming out on HBO Max, it says it's coming out in between Batman 1 Batman 2. Now beyond that, it's fun for the audience to know that it's going to bridge the gap. But it, Mr. Colin Farrell says he can't do more than that. I think it's cool that they're going to do that. It's, it's going to fill in some blanks leading into the next movie. I think it's great. I think he did a great job as Penguin. Uh, the movie was good. Um, uh, I mean, for I mean, it's a good Batman movie, so I mean, I'll watch it. <laughs> Joe says you don't like oversaturated colors and unnecessary slow mo. JJ, <laughs> <laughs> right. exactly. Yeah, that's awesome. 
But I'm I'm, ex- I'm actually excited for this show. Usually, I'm not super excited for like the like the one-offs, like the Pennyworth show and all that. Yeah, I didn't get like, into any of those. Yeah, the, so but this is I'm actually kind of excited. One because it's on HBO Max, right? So at least it's going to be a little more. It can be a little more rough, you know. And we could see, hopefully, some nudity. No, I'm just playing. But at least it could be a little bit more like adult, and you know what I mean. Like, yeah, hopefully maybe. it's a crime story. Hopefully it's a decent story. Yeah, that they can tell without you know CW limitations. That's what I'm hoping. Really, right? HBO will make sure to do like, and not make it like long and boring like fucking their other shit that they do. So, uh oh, you're getting all kinds of pushback on that one. Oh, <laughs> whoa, look at that. That's interesting. You I guys like shit it. on Snyder, but I swear he's done something to the film world. His, his, the way he shoots, like he's like a MacGyver when it comes to that shit. Maybe I'll give Pennyworth a shot. I will too. Just, just because. Bam, bam. I mean, you got those all in the same second. Those, those, those three comments came in all at the same time. So they were fast. And everybody that just commented, I value their opinion. So yep. if they say it's good, then, then I'm it's sure it's it. good. All right. Put it on the list. Damn. Value All right. Opinion. You know, and one other person actually it's was like, bag of dicks and get out of here. Like, that show is really good. And I was like, what's he doing? Is he just like serving food to the Wayne's or like what? Like, <laughs> it's just showing him like cleaning and shit. Like, doing laundry, ironing yeah. the shirts, ironing the cape. Like it's you know what I mean? Like he's chasing around Bruce, you know, and giving him baths. I mean, why what the hell, you know what? But I guess he's like an agent, it's before all that. History. Yeah, so but I I'll give it now I'll have to give it a shot. Yeah, okay. Okay. Now I have to give it a shot. Okay. The new titled well the new it going to be coming out it's called welcome to dairy the sequel has been the series has been described as a prequel largely because fans recall pennywise the clown was finally defeated at the end of it chapter two considering the fact that the entire entity's presence in the main town goes back thousands of years emerging every 27 years of feed there's plenty of events that show and you can explore and according to one hbo max person it's going to include some demented scares i want to see the dancing the clown like, dancing. Awesome. I hope we get like a fucked up version. Like it's like another thing. HBO Max. Okay, let's make this shit fucked up. Let's let's go back. To, you know, let's go back to the beginning. Let's really like demented scares. Like I, to me, that puts it on a high pedestal for me. I've never seen it. It's not out yet. No, I mean the original. You haven't seen it? Nope. I saw the most recent, uh, the one with Skarsgård, Bill Skarsgård in it, uh, two movies that they had. Uh, and I saw those. I didn't. See, I never saw the original uh, Tim Curry one. But I saw yeah, this one. It was, the first good, one was, it was a, was a made-for-TV. Yeah. So it was that was the level that it was at, made-for-TV. And then the and then the movies. You know, the first one was really good, and the second one was just a fucking dumpster fire. 
But they passed on the orgy. Yeah. Uh, so they're made for TV. Like, was it on like broadcast television, like ABC Family Hour or something? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Read us a passage from the book, Kyle. <laughs> Let me go get it. I read it. It's so long. That fucking like, like I'm a Stephen King fan, but sometimes that motherfucker gets diarrhea of the fucking. Like we don't need six pages of motherfuckers tying their shoes. Like, like talk. We, like it's, it's a really long book. Like it's fucking long. It says <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> right. this story was wasn't already messed up enough with clowns and questionably inserted underage sexual implications. <laughs> but yeah, like I mean. I don't th if they're doing the backstory, but I think it's going to be fucking. I hope he just like, like it, I hope it's almost like a story like he's perfecting his art, you know, of of killing children. So like, you know, maybe he fucks so he up. Doesn't, so he doesn't have to do it in real life. Like he rips an arm off and it still gets away, and he's like, "Fuck." Yeah, that dude's scary. He's... <laughs> so I mean, I, I'm. I'm excited for any content like this. I just hope it's good. That's all. I, that's all you can really hope for. You just like gore. This is a bummer. This is a little bit past my time. This was probably most pe people's parents' times, but there was nothing cooler than watching Gallagher smash fucking watermelons. Gallagher, the innovative prop comedian known for smashing watermelons, as a part of his act. Died Friday of organ failure. His former manager Craig confirmed to Variety that, and he was seventy-six when he died. Funny dude, smashed watermelons. That had been like you know, like you remember people in the front row. They had they were always wearing like the the fucking rain thing so that they didn't get covered in watermelon. Fun fact: in a video, you can hear somebody go, "You should be smashing pumpkins." And that's where the band got their name, Smashing Pumpkins, from. I thought this was the original Gallagher that actually died. No, I'm lying. Pachos, I told you guys I'm fucking like half out of it today, and I haven't got to drink, so. Gallagher was not the reason for Smashing Pumpkins, the band being created. Oh, good one. Can't have people lying about that. That was a band. It was the original Gallagher died. His brother also did a Gallagher skit copying off of him. Uh, he gave permission to his brother to do it. I remember reading something about that a while back. Uh, but it's not... Um, uh, I don't know if his brother's going to continue doing it, but uh, this, this was the original Gallagher that did pass. Yeah. I created the watermelon smashing. I'm sure he was the first person in the world that ever did it. Leftover, how was he an asshat later in life? I'm going to Google what, how much of an asshat was he? The pumpkin, or the, the watermelons are grateful. They they will never lose another because of this man. You know, I never really found Carrot Top that funny. Did you guys? How dare you? He is a, a freestyling master what he does. I found him about so as funny as Dane wall, Cook. Something sticks. I found him as funny as Dane Cook. No, Dane was him just... and, and you get a you get a <laughs> out of him, but it's not really like yeah. But a lot of 
You know, you get a lot, but it's like quick, you know, but it happens. You know, he pulls out like a helmet with a mirror. Yeah, you can see behind you. That was a good one. Um, I have to admit that I did see um, Carrot Top live. Is he a Vegas um, show? Nope. Yeah, I was. He... Uh, he came to my. I went to Western Michigan. He came uh, to college. We students had to pay five dollars to see him. So me and a bunch of my $5? friends. Yeah, five dollars. We got high and went to go see uh, Carrot Top for five bucks. And um, that's all I remember about the show. They both suck. I wish I would have Just seen Norm Macdonald. Mm-hmm. I really wish I would have seen. Oh yeah, that's a whole different. You know, that, that's a whole you're not comparing, level. yeah, Carrot Top or Gallagher to Norm Macdonald. But Norm I Macdonald think that, is a legend. I think that we sleep on them all because I didn't start listening to Norm until after he passed away, and I'm like, this dude is a G-. like to take a two minute joke and try to make it into seven is like. Outrageous for everyone involved. His so, Norm McDonald on Saturday Night Live was some of the best weekend update in the history. All of his OJ jokes. <laughs> so good. So unbelievable. This week, yeah. California legalized murder. <laughs> right. Oh my God. So good. So dry. What's up? Hey, How's it going? Dom. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? We were good talking about Gallagher kicking the bucket. Oh, yeah. Him and, and uh, we're talking Tom about other comedians that are just as bad, like Carrot oh, Top. Norm Macdonald. Okay, I was going to say, Norm Macdonald's <laughs> amazing. Dude, I went and saw Joe Rogan one time, dude, and I was laughing so fucking hard. Like, my whole body hurt from fucking Joe Rogan. <laughs> I saw Burr live. That's the only live comedy show I've been to. I want to see Mulaney. You know... Gallica, I used to see all the time on television back in the uh, the late seventies, early eighties. It tells you how old I am. Jeez, <laughs> kind of small, pa. Did you think he was funny? I actually thought it was uh, hilarious with the uh, the watermelons and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, people in the front row used to get uh, the watermelon all over them. He used to smash so them like joke, no exactly. I need to say his last meal was a sliced watermelon. <laughs> that uh, but, you know what sucks man it tells you that we're getting old all the icons growing up that we watched as kids and uh, teenagers are all hitting the bucket yeah yeah, they are let me see oh, man. one last thing about uh, Norm MacDonald really quick if anybody has not seen the movie Dirty Work go <sighs> get that movie and watch that movie that movie is that movie pure is genius amazing movie in his trunk so good. So unbelievably good. It was my first uh, introduction to Artie Lang. Yes, and Artie, that's right, Artie Lang, too. Wow. Dude is fucking so hilarious. Good. So funny. The dad, the hornball dad. <laughs> I remember him from Problem Child. So Grandpa. good. It's so, such a bummer, too, because that, that movie got edited down so bad, it flopped. Yeah, it, it didn't yeah. do well at all. But it was it was actually it was actually a funny movie. Like I, I enjoy it. Idiocracy. That's a great movie too. That ahead of their time. These watch. movies were ahead of their time. Like they came out too soon. And if they would have come out a little bit later, they probably would have done a lot better. Did you ever hear about what they did with Idiocracy? They released it with all these sponsors, and at the very like right before they aired it, they all the companies found out that they were getting shit on. By the movie, like instead of like Mountain Dew and stuff, thinking they were getting props, 
it was like all bad publicity. So they pulled it from, I think, all but eight theaters. Oh, in the well, nope. States. Did not know that. Yeah, Mike Judge's movie, Idiocracy. Yeah, well, so I know. Yeah, I'm familiar with the movie. I didn't know they got pulled. Yeah, I oh, thought that's, why it didn't, that's why it didn't get big at all because nobody saw it. Oh, man, that thing's a cult classic now. And it's yeah. fucking so true. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, Don't have to worry about great. watching it now because you're living it now. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Uh, Dom, I uh, just want to say uh, belated uh, happy anniversary. I appreciate you. that. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. You know, it's funny. I, uh, you know, I try to have two separate accounts on the Instagram account, you know, doing my, uh, my comic stuff and my toys and stuff like that and then have my own personal thing. But I got rid of the other one, so I just put everything on the one account. Yeah. That damn picture got more freaking likes than my freaking <laughs> my uh, comic book Star Wars stuff. And I'm like, damn, man. Yeah. But it's all right. It's cool. It's all good. We'll want to know the man behind the uh, Dom Tober. That's great. You know I appreciate everybody that uh, that uh, wished me an anniversary out there, which is really cool. How long? How many years? Four years. Wow. Nice. Four years. It's going to be 10 years that we're together, but four years uh, married, which went by pretty damn fast, man. I tell you, man, time flies. For sure. You have to enjoy every moment. That's the. Uh, yeah. And look, I this, since I turned 50, I'm 52 now. So since I turned 50, my, you know, you always hear me saying, I'm in my 50s. I got to wait till my 60s. And you keep telling me, uh, oh, what, what's wrong? I feel that, you know, not to say that. I might kick the bucket tomorrow. Who knows? Anything can happen. But I'm just saying the fact is that all these things that are coming out, by the time I see these things, I'm going to be almost 60 years old and 70 years old. And it kind of sucks because I want to be younger again to watch these things again. And that's why I always say that. But this day and age, man, once I turned 50 and all the shit that went on in the last couple of years, all the BS uh, pandemic and stuff like that, really changed my outlook on a lot of things because it made... It made me think of life really serious. Not that I didn't think of serious before, but really serious because it goes beyond what you could control. And that's a scary thing. You know, you really, you see the shit that goes on and it's like, damn, you know, this is life now. This is what we have to deal with. And I want to enjoy the fun things, but the fun things are getting overrun by all the shit that's happening. And that's why I'm in my head, which I shouldn't think about things like that, but it just sucks because I want to enjoy things, man. I want to travel. I want to freaking see things. I want to enjoy what I love, you know, and uh, it's just with stuff like this going on in the back of your head, you're like, is shit really going to hit the fan? Like in a couple of years, like 2025, you never know what the hell is going to happen, you know, but that's why I try to stay. That's why I'm so in tune with my shit to try to get my mind off all this stuff. But Life does get in the way, and well, like that's said, exactly what it is. I mean, you got to focus on the things you can control. That's and yep, I'm trying. And that's it. That, and I'm that, doing. That's it. That's all you can do. I'm trying that as well. <laughs> and the one thing I can tell you about 2025, that's when the MCU will be allowed to use the X Men. Yep. <laughs> that's the one thing I know about 2025. Hey, speaking about X Men, did anybody see uh, Black Panther? X Men. I did see it. I am. I am, you, let me see. Let what me everybody think about I it? Am a, I am 40, 51 minutes into it. Oh, okay. So, into the movie? So far, it's not bad, but yeah, I'm 51 minutes into it, though. 
without any spoilers, um, I will say that I uh, I definitely enjoyed it. I saw it uh, Thursday night, um, yep. and uh, definitely enjoyed it. Um, I think they did a fantastic job uh, taking care of uh, you know giving closure, tribute, giving closure. us closure on on that. Uh, the, and I like the way they portrayed um, the characters and. Um, um, I actually will probably see it again in the theater at least once. I thought uh, it was it was that good. You know, my wife. Yeah, my what wife I'm watching is uh, it looks like it's some it looks like some of the subtitles are in French. So sure? some of the well, stuff I don't actually know what they're saying. But you know what the crazy thing is is that so, you know it it sucks that he passed away because there was like so much that he could do because he had, like all right you could have recast we all they, they could have recast they could have went that route and did that. But there was something about uh, Chadwick, uh, uh, yeah, yeah that his charisma, the way he held his, uh, the way his persona, the way he, uh, like cared in the room. Yeah. yeah, he had that Black Panther. Like, like when you watch the other uh, characters become the superheroes, it takes a little while to like, oh yeah, that's definitely like Robert Downey Jr. Like he became Iron Man, then Captain America. When you, it took me the second movie to really say that was Captain America. You know, uh, and yep. as time out, but when you saw him. Portray Black Panther, you're like, yep, that's Black Panther right there, man. That's that is the persona of Black Panther, and and you know, and that's why I think the the whole uh, the recasting thing uh, was uh, thrown out the window because nobody could fill his shoes with that one movie that he did. You know, so sometimes I like that they did that. Like, it sometimes it's not worth. Like you said, it, he he did a great job as it so. Now it's gonna be like it. It would be almost like the Joker parody, or you know what I mean. Like now, it doesn't matter who plays Joker. We've already kind of set the standard as who who played the best Joker, and now everyone's compared to that person, so everyone kind of falls short. Yeah. So if they would recast as a new Black Panther, we already have picked this as who we think is the best. So I don't think anyone would be able to play it everybody would just kind of sh shit on it well look <laughs> i was reading a lot of reports people were shitting on this movie already man they're saying that it's woke it's uh, this it's that you know and i'm just that's the one thing that bothers me is that we can't enjoy anything because there's always that mob out there that is putting this uh propaganda shit out there saying that it's woke and all these things just enjoy the movie right you know come on back in the 80s back in the 80s and 90s no one ever said Oh, things are woke. You know, you had a woman that was the uh, the lead. You know, like, oh, she's badass. You know, now you have a woman that leads. It's all of a sudden it's like, damn. Oh, it's woke. They gotta they gotta put a woman there. Oh, here we have a woman black pants. Gotta, oh, like, come on, look. Just enjoy. Like I said, this is why life is short. You have to have fun. And these movies are meant for enjoyment. And I'll, if you don't like it, don't watch it. Just don't shit on someone else that uh, wants to enjoy. Uh, what is given to us, you know, because like, think about it. We never had this stuff back growing up. You know, it's an enjoyment now that we're enjoying all this stuff that we're getting now between Star Wars and uh, Marvel, you know, and now hopefully DC turns itself around and people can enjoy some DC stuff. You know, I'm not a big DC fan, but I'll go see some stuff. Like if Lobo does come out, if there's a Lobo movie uh, that they're, they hinted at, I would definitely go see that. But like this movie really, uh, I had tears, man. If you didn't have a tear, you know, I don't know. 
it was one of those things You're not where the only uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> Yep. Kevin Smith once again cries <laughs> at something comic book related. Right. <laughs> I thought I, he did cry he just all the time. To cry on command. I think he's he just has red eyes and uses that. No, the actors can cry, man. They could, they could, they have that uh, way of crying. They can cry uh, on tune. <laughs> Good actors can. Exactly. But I mean, what's he crying about though? Like, did he step on something? He just all the time is this guy. And look, I'll be honest with you, there was emotional. a tear. Me and my wife, my wife teared up too. You know, it, it was an emotional oh, movie. About, he was crying in Wakanda. <laughs> I thought he was just crying. <laughs> I didn't read the quote. No, like, this he guy was crying about the new black cat. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, man. Once again, you know, Kevin Smith fucking cries. You should have like finished the quote and then like covered it up and let us guess. Uh, I don't know. You know, Kevin Smith. I, I can take it away and go. Guess who cried again? Yeah, didn't he cry when they were stones? B. Why can't Kevin Smith buy clothes that fit? Well, he's still wearing his stuff. This fat man clothes when he uh, he lost weight. I yeah. think he's still wearing the uh, the two X that he had. His jersey company's reaching out you know, for him, going, "Come on, dude, buy buy another one. Just one more." I go into every movie with zero expectations. Let's just see what they did. See, that's, and, what you have and to that's do. how I did it. I, I yeah, try not to compare it to anything. Yeah, I think it's the best way to go into a movie. Then you can, if you like, you know, like I said earlier with the new It prequel, I've already put it on a pedestal because of what they said. And now I'm scared that actually I'm actually going to be bummed out that it's, it's not going to deliver what I think it is. And Right, because you're setting your expectations so high. Yeah. Hey, let's remember, uh, was it Endgame? When Endgame came out, the expectations, how high everybody had for Endgame. And it did deliver. I can tell you, it did deliver. I really enjoyed that movie. That's one of my favorite movies of uh, the last uh, 20 years. But uh, they, movies today, they don't have that mm, that uh, that magic touch, that that gravitate and grab people. You know, they put stuff out just to make money and, uh, and they hope it's good. You know? So... Hey, we've got our special guest today. I go and today. spoil to every, uh, everything. I'm spoiled. I know everything before I see it. Let me stop, stop sharing. Ah, oh, you must have been on... Uh, I forgot about the time change this week. Because <laughs> I'm in Arizona, so there is no time change for me. Yes. So we went on our normal time. And so everybody was... Had to come on later because I completely forgot... <laughs> but we have our special guest Madeline on. Why don't you tell yourself? Why tell our viewers and our listeners and everybody about yourself and about your projects? Um, sure. Well, first, thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Um, my name is Madeline Holly Rosing. I am the writer creator of the Steampunk Supernatural series, Boston Metaphysical Society. It's about an ex Pinkerton detective, a spirit photographer, and a genius scientist who battles supernatural forces in late 1800s Boston. Uh, so far, we have uh, a six-issue, uh, our original volume one is a six-issue miniseries. We have four standalone sequels out, which is now what I call volume two. We put that together in a, a beautiful trade with a, a bonus story. Uh, we also have a standalone audio drama, uh, full cast, special effects, 
along with a prequel novel and a um, uh, and anthology of short stories and uh, novellas. So yes, that's that's our web store. Thank you. Um, the cover there that is the cover of volume two done by Marguerite uh, Savage. Oh, nice. So, how did you come up with uh, this this whole kind of universe and metaphysical society and everything? Well, the story started out as a TV pilot that I wrote when I was in film school at UCLA, and it was originally just um, a, a period piece detective. You know, I, I think of the original name was 1900 Detective Agency, something like that. And a friend of mine suggested that I develop it in a steampunk world. And at the time, I mean, I'd heard of steampunk, wasn't that familiar with it. So I did the research and then went back and redeveloped it and uh, came out with this. So it's sort of like a, a marriage of my love of science fiction and history because I love both. And so developing an alternate universe has, has been a lot of fun. Um, it's, it's very much steeped in, in American history and the, uh, divergent point was the, uh, the war of 1812 with the British. So, uh, after that things start skewing differently. Oh, nice. And, so what are they, yeah, what are they doing in this? Are they... They uh, primarily, they are, you could think of them as a paranormal detective agency, but uh, there's, it's, it's a very large and deep universe that they live in where uh, it's now called the great States of America instead of the United States of America. And it's run by the great houses, uh, which are essentially families, industrial families <coughs> who control the politics and the economy of the of America. Um, the the government is what I refer to as a parliamentary oligarchy. And um, they it's a very rigid society uh, where expectations of you know women and classes are are, are very, very structured. And so Samuel Hunter, who is the ex-Pinkerton detective, comes from a, what you call, what I call middle district or middle class, but he married into uh, one of the great houses and which kind of, so he straddles multiple worlds. And I, I don't want to give away in <laughs> too much away, but <laughs> yeah. later, later on uh, he puts together a team which consists of uh, Granville T. Woods, who uh, is the genius scientist here, and who is an actual historical figure. He's an African-American scientist who did live during that time period and dealt with Edison and Westinghouse. Um, I do have Tesla in the story, uh, along with Bell and Houdini in the original six issue miniseries, but um, the real Granville actually sued the real Edison and one, because um, Edison stole some of his patents because, you know, he did that to everybody. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, it was pretty unique that he won. And I was fortunate enough that in my research, you know, I discovered him and say like, hey, he'd be a great part of the team. So I made him part of the team. Uh, Caitlin O'Sullivan is our medium and spirit photographer. Uh, she's a fictional character. And 
the Irish in American history, uh, if you recall, uh, were, were a minority group and not treated well at all. And so that's the same here. And so she's always pushing the boundaries of what she can and cannot do. Uh, and her father was Samuel's uh, partner for a while, but when he passed away, Caitlin took his place. And in the second sequel, uh, it's called Spirit of Rebellion, you're introduced to Alma Bryant, who is also a fictional character. She is an amateur uh, scientist. She's the African-American woman you see on the cover of volume two. And I eventually integrated her and, and, and she is also now a part of the team. So as the story has progressed, obviously I've added more characters and developed them more. And I do move them around a little bit. The first six, seven issues, they are in Boston. Um, they're in Philadelphia for a little bit, then they're back in Boston. And then the new series that we're in production right now called Mystery at Pikes Peak is in Colorado Springs. Yeah. Um, I bring Tesla, I bring Tesla back into the story. So um, it's rather expansive. <laughs> so, you know, they, you said that they deal with the paranormal. Is that based on your own things with the paranormal or, or is the paranormal just something that you're interested in? It's something I'm interested in. Uh, I, I use the paranormal and ghosts and spirits more as metaphors uh, than, than reality. Um, I, I actually don't believe in ghosts, but I have a, I have a fun time writing about them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do a whole other podcast about the paranormal. Mm-hmm. And so that's that anything paranormal always, you know, piques my interest is, you know, like I like when people write about it and stuff like that. So what well, I mean, it, go ahead. It's it's been a lot of fun developing it into this universe because it is an integral part of the universe. It's not it's just people people accept it. Uh, sometimes they don't like it, but they do accept it. But it, it is just a regular part of. Of, of how they live and, and what they have to deal with, um, which, which made it, which made it a lot of fun for me and these characters that, you know, people don't make a big deal about it. Uh, and often it's just more annoying than anything else for, for some, depending on the different cases they have to deal with. So it looks like she has powers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She over time, uh, her psychic abilities have um, increased. Uh, in the first six issue miniseries, they deal with uh, a being that I call the Shifter, and the the battle with the Shifter changed her, and she eventually started developing uh, telekinetic powers. And oh, so cool. she, she, I mean, she continues to, to evolve as, as all, as all the characters do, um, going, going through the very various traumas of their lives. <laughs> so there's a trade paperback with the first story and now right. you have a second trade paperback, but there's also yeah. like a CD story in there as well. Oh, that is the ghost ship is an audio drama. And it is a standalone story that takes place during 
the time period of the original six issue miniseries. It just features our, our three main characters, Samuel, Caitlin, and, and Granville T. Woods, uh, when a ghost ship sails into Boston Harbor, and whenever anyone boards her, they die. So they are hired to um, discover the mystery of it and hopefully make that stop. It is a, a full production, full cast. We have, I think, wow. I think we had 12 actors on board. Uh, original music, um, special effects. So it's like your old time radio play. That's cool. That's and, awesome. And you can either get it from me. I have it on CD, which includes commentaries, or you can download it for free on Spotify or any of you know any podcast you know platform that you like. Um, mm -hmm. The difference being is that that will have commercials and there's no commentary. But uh, yeah, you're welcome to download it. It's eight episodes. Like I said, it's a complete story. Uh, each episode is about 30 minutes long. So it's kind of perfect for if you're doing your cardio at the gym <laughs> to listen to it or, yeah. or your average commute to work if, you, if you're going into work. Now, uh, the books are just about the paranormal. Nothing, no monsters, no nothing like that. No uh, like vampire-ish or vampire werewolves or anything like that. No, no. Um, it's it's it is it's just about the paranormal. Um, there are demons, okay. um, but they're not your traditional demons. They they don't come from some hell mouth or anything like that. They are they are the way I've developed them. They are a sentient species that have evolved alongside us, and and are much much older than we are. Cool. Interesting. Like which which of these like I see you have a coloring book as well. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So you you said these are what was your most favorite, like was your most inspirational and like the one you were like like the 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 words were just coming out of the pen or the the type, you know, the computer, and you were just like you know, like the most fun that you had writing that one issue that was just like wow. You know, it's kind of funny because it's like after I, you know, I did the standalones, um, it's like every time I finished a, an issue or a story, I'm going like, this is it. This is this is what I love the most. And then I do the next one and it's like, oh, no, but this is my favorite. And and it's it's been that way for the covers, too, because like every cover is like, oh, this is my favorite cover. And then the next cover comes. Oh, no, this is my favorite cover. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, I mean they're all they're all different. They're 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 all interesting. Um, Book of Demons was the last standalone that came out. Um, it is also part of Volume Two. Uh, volume Two includes uh, Scourge of the Mechanical Man, Spirit of Rebellion, uh, Ghosts and Demons, and the Book of Demons, plus a bonus story with art uh, by um, Roberta Ingranata who did the cover for uh, volume one and does Dr. Who for uh, Titan comics right now. Oh, okay, cool. Nice. So I, I make it a point to hire female uh, artists and colorists uh, just because they never seem to get their due. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I've been very fortunate in, 
in, in who I've hired. And a, a number of, of these women have, you know, sort of come from nowhere. <laughs> like Emily Hugh was the uh, original artist for issues one through six, which is volume one. And I got her right out of school. And, and she just did a delightful job. Uh, Gwen Tavares, who did the four sequels, uh, she had done a few things before, but her four years with me, um, she now gets more work than she can handle. <laughs> she did. She did a marvelous job. They they all have. That's and, awesome. That is awesome. Um, uh, Book of Demons. Who if actually she did the cover. Uh, Gwen did the cover for uh, the Ghost Ship, and uh, the Book of Demons, which you see there. And then volume one, the cover, that's Roberta Ingranato. And the artwork looks phenomenal. So you said you found yeah, her I'm right very, out. Well, how did you find I'm, her? Yeah, I'm very choosy. I make huge lists of artists and I just pour over their portfolios because I, there's, Boston Metaphysical is, is a brand now. And so I need it to look and like feel a certain way. And uh, our new artist, Elizabeth, and I'm probably going to destroy her last name. Um, I, yeah, I have to have her sounded out for me. Um, Ms. Ms. Headsay. I'm I'm sorry. I'm if Elizabeth is listening, I apologize so much. Uh, she's actually Georgian, um, as from the country of Georgia. So I'm I'm sure I'm <laughs> obliterate. I know I've obliterated her name. Uh, she's not well known yet, but I think she will be after we're done. Uh, cause she's just, she's doing a bang up job along with, uh, my new colorist, Katie Brown. Uh, so I, I've been having a great time working with the both of them. We're about halfway through the first issue of mystery at Pike's Peak. Okay. Now, Which I mean, should no, be. Pike, like, Pike Street is a beautiful place. Yes. Like, yes. I'm interested it, uh, in yeah. that one because it's, it's a, such a beautiful place to go visit. So what's going to be yes. happening with that? Like, what, what, what draws them to Pike's Peak? Well, uh, after what happens in the Book of Demons, they, they basically need to get the, the hell out of town. <laughs> <laughs> so they leave Boston and... <laughs> Uh, well, t uh, it was a, it was a nice way to bring Tesla back because Tesla's experimental station was there during that time period in, in Colorado Springs and Tesla basically owed them one. So that's why they end up in Colorado Springs and other things start happening while they're there. So that's, oh, nice. that's been, that's been fun. Now, I know you're, you like history, definitely uh, history uh, because of the history time period. What uh, like horror and supernatural like movies, like TV shows gave you some kind of inspiration too towards doing uh, the, uh, the paranormal uh, part of uh, the books? Well, yeah, I'm actually not much of a horror fan, huh? though I occasionally do write it. I actually don't like watching. It's weird. I don't like <laughs> watching it, but I can write it. Okay. I don't know if, I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> any sense um it's kind of like my wife my wife uh watches the id channel everything that's real and not scared of it but 
she can't sit down and watch a horror flick because she's afraid of it. Meanwhile, the ID channel's real, and the uh, it's, uh the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's it's always strange that way. Um, I I know I'm I big on the historical. Uh, obviously, it's not um, supernatural, but you know, I, I was just rewatching like Peaky Blinders, and um, you know, which is great. Yep. Uh, Carnival Row, which kind of has that fantasy historical otherness to it, which is, which is really cool. Um, what else? I watch a lot of stuff, so it all, all kind of blends. Um, <laughs> yeah. What else? What else? I know. I'll think of it when we get off. You know that, right? Of course. <laughs> yeah, that's what always twins. Well, where can everybody find your work? Um, well, they, the website, uh, they can either type in Boston Metaphysical Society, uh, dot com, which will redirect them to uh, uh, what it's called. It's called Queen of Mercia. Um, I incorporated about a year and a half ago. Uh, so my company is called Queen of Mercia LLC. So everything's falling under that. So but you can type in Boston Metaphysical and it, it'll all redirect you to the website and there you go that's it and uh there's the blog you can actually read the first six issues online oh no <laughs> but yeah you can you can read uh like i said the first six issues online uh through the website and um, you can pick up uh, volume one either through myself or through SourcePoint Press. Uh, volume two is only with me right now um, through my web store. And like I mentioned, the Ghost Ship audio drama, uh, uh, you can get CDs from me um, or you can download it on any, pretty much any podcast platform that's out there. So you said it's through SourcePoint Press, so we should be able to also ask at our, at our comic shops as well, right? That is correct. Okay. That is correct. That is when do you think uh, Volume 2 will be coming out to shops? Um, I have to talk to SourcePoint about that. <laughs> it <laughs> depends. They, they have a schedule, so they have, to, they have to tell me what the schedule is. But yeah, that's part of, that's Emily Hughes' work. Wow. And uh, the colorists were uh, Fariza Kamaputra and um, Gloria Cali for uh, issues one through six. Are you doing any uh, appearances or anything coming up at Comic-Cons? Uh, not this year. I'm pretty much done for this year. Uh, next year, right now, it's um, Clockwork Alchemy, which is a small steampunk a convention in Northern California and Fan Expo Denver. Um, but yeah, I have applications in for Emerald City, San Diego, WonderCon. Um, we're normally at San Diego on WonderCon. Okay. But, awesome. you know, I don't like to be presumptuous and say like, oh, that's where we're going to be there. And then all of a sudden it's like, nope, you're not. <laughs> WonderCon tickets are going on sale uh, shortly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Nice. Well, well, it's 
it was great having you on. You're more than welcome to stay. I, I don't know how big you are into comics. <laughs> are you a big are you a big comic person? Um, I am more of an indie comic person. Uh, I came into comics very late. My brother probably has one of the largest collections of graded Daredevil comics mm. in the United States. Nice. But growing up, I, I was never into superheroes. It just wasn't my thing. And I didn't know there was anything other than that. And it wasn't until I started adapting Boston Metaphysical into a graphic novel that I was introduced to indie comics. And it kind of pissed me off because the stories were so great and nobody told me. <laughs> I mean, no one, no one had told me that this stuff existed. And I... It, yeah, that really pissed me off. Indie comics are starting to get their due now. A lot more uh, yes. publications and a lot more uh, TV and uh, movie uh, adaptions are coming out. So it's not just the DC and Marvel heroes anymore. You have a lot bigger universe. Yeah, and I, I think Kickstarter has a lot to do with that. Yes. I mean, I've, I've run now 11 Kickstarter campaigns. Wow. Awesome. And uh, I mean, this is essentially why Boston Metaphysical exists is because of Kickstarter and my wonderful backers. So if any backers are there, thank you. Thank you. You're all, we love you. <laughs> uh, because yeah, we just finished, I think in October. Yeah. Beginning of October, we finished sending out the last of the volume two uh, Kickstarter rewards. Um, but yeah. And, and I think I read not that long ago, uh, that in one could consider Kickstarter the third largest independent publisher of comics, mm -hmm. besides Boom and, and Image. And wow. and and the quality of the comics on Kickstarter have improved exponentially over the last eight years. Yep. I mean, when I first launched, you know, you you could basically it's like spaghetti. You could like throw it up on the wall and see what stuck. And that just doesn't happen anymore. I mean, the bar has risen for everyone. So it's like, you know, a rising tide raises all ships. So it's brought everybody's game up. And you're seeing some wonderful, wonderful comics on Kickstarter that you're not, and some of them you don't find in the stores. Well, it's kind of crazy now, too. You have actually people who have uh, made it big time, like the uh, big artists, big people putting stuff on Kickstarter to get something going. And you sit there and you laugh. It's like, wait a minute, why are you going to get a Kickstarter? You're already out there as a uh, an artist or a writer or something like that. But hey, whatever works. To... No, it does It does gain, uh, gain them additional fans. And it's actually a win for us, the indies, on Kickstarter as well. Because they bring people to Kickstarter that have never been to Kickstarter. Um, I don't know if you uh, saw the Brandon Sanderson Kickstarter, or was it earlier this year? My whole time reference is awful right, <laughs> right. now. Uh, but, I mean, he literally, his Kickstarter broke the platform. They had so many people pledge in such like 35 minutes, he got like over, it was over a million dollars, something like mm -hmm. that. And he ended with much, much more than that. But if you scroll, scroll down and click on the community, uh, I think it's a community tab on Kickstarter, it'll tell you how many 
returning backers have backed it and how many new backers. And at one point I checked and he had brought in over 40,000 new people to Kickstarter. So you know that if you launch on Kickstarter, those same people are going to be getting Kickstarter emails Mm -hmm. and Kickstarter reads and they're, you know, they may talk about you. Uh, if you have your project up. So I know some people were kind of upset to have the big names come on, but they, it is, it's really a win-win for us because they bring people who would never have considered Kickstarter before. And now they're getting this email saying like, Oh wow, you back this, but here's all this other cool stuff you might like. Yep. And they might like, Oh, Hey, that is cool. Let me go back it. It's kind of funny when these things first started, people thought they were scams, but people looking for money and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and then it with everything it's evolved, though, yeah, beginning, yeah, it's all evolved. Yep, yeah. And and unfortunately, there are some people who still do that, use it in that way. Yeah. Um, it's bad apples everywhere, there's there always is. And which you know, I always tell potential backers, hey, if you're kind of leery of Kickstarter go look at previous campaigns for this person see look go read the comments have they delivered on time are their updates you know reasonable are they updating on a regular basis are they keeping people informed um because you know stuff happens i mean with the pandemic and and supply chain shortage uh two or three kickstarters ago uh I had, I think it was for Ghosts and Demons, the, they literally had it, it was printed, it was boxed, it was ready to go, it was like March of 2020, and the next day that it was supposed to ship, they closed the warehouse in Canada because of COVID. I mean, there's nothing you can do about that, except inform the backers that this has happened as soon as they release it. I'll be, you know, when it gets to me, it'll be shipping out. But obviously stuff like that, you can't. Can't control. Exactly. You you can't control, but you just, you keep the backers informed. Um, When I'm in fulfillment uh, period, I'm usually updating uh, once a week. When I'm uh, done with fulfillment, I usually update people on future projects and what's going on just once a month um, to not make them crazy. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you just, and you're just up front with stuff. I've, I, I've never had a problem. As long as you're honest to the people and let them know. And you know, yeah, and once they are aware, then they're, they're good to go. It's some of the people that don't say a word and you try getting in touch with them and it's like crickets. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Un- unfortunately, like you said, there's always going to be a couple bad apples, but I always recommend to backers make sure. You know, go read the comments, go read the updates, uh, see how, how transparent the creator is, and then, you know, make the decision for yourself if you're comfortable or not. Definitely. Well, thank you for joining us. To tell everybody again where we can find you and where they can find you and they can find your work once again. You said Spotify. They yes, can go to Spot- your website. You can go to the website. I'm also on Facebook, Boston Metaphysical Society Comic. Uh, Twitter, M. Holly Rosing. Instagram is uh, MC Holly in the numeral one. Uh, and 
I think that's it. I think that's it. Anyway, so you guys, if you're interested in her work and it's nice work, it's beautifully drawn. It's, it's, I think you're kicking butt and you I definitely got my interest. Doing. You got my interest now. I want to read them now. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. And I hope you gentlemen have a great night. And hopefully we can get you back after after the new run comes out and they go and they have their adventures of Pikes Peak. Absolutely. The plan right now is to run a Kickstarter in March for issues one and two, and then another Kickstarter in the fall for issues three and four. It's, it's going to be a four-issue miniseries. Awesome. 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 Good well, luck, and it was wonderful for, to meet you. Thank you yeah, so much. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely. I'd like well, that bye. I found something new to read and, <laughs> and yep. listen to. Exactly. Great. Thank you very much, guys. Thank so you. Have a great Thank night. You. Enjoy night. the rest of your weekend. You too. Thank you. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, the steampunk aspect is really cool. You know, that time... You know, it's funny, the 1800s, I, was just, uh, I just started watching Sandman, me and my wife. Awesome. And it ends in the 1800s, mm -hmm. which is actually really cool. And I love that time period for some reason. That that time period really has a, uh, you know, you know, speaking about the like society, that time period, everybody dressed up. You know, everybody was all uh, looking good back then. Now you look at people the way they dress, like <laughs> pajamas and fuzzy slippers, and they don't give a shit what they look like. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. All right. So now that everybody's here. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's so up, man? How are you? to the party. It's all right. You got a, you got a sick family. You got to take care of them. We good, totally good. Yeah. So I, my, some of the saddest my news wife are week. really sick. It's, it's hard to tell which one is whinier. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. It's usually adults. All the one year ones. I think I have some serious internet internet lag going on. I am the biggest baby when it comes to being sick. Hey, I raised my hand to that. Well, at least they're not dead. <laughs> I don't know if you mm. heard my wife, but she said, you are. <laughs> Man cold next level, she said. <laughs> so... I'm sure everybody's heard the, the news this week that we've lost the legendary voiceover actor of Batman. I was surprised when I saw him yesterday. I didn't realize. I didn't realize he had cancer. Yeah, they, I had no idea either. They said there was a quick. It was a quick cancer. He got it, and like that, it was like damn. And because he was on a couple, he was on uh, the Arrowverse. He was. Uh, he did a couple of. Uh, showings at uh, a couple of the, the cons. Literally, we are three weeks away from Galaxy Con in Columbus. And I was ready. I had just told my buddy last that week at the uh, comic shop, I'm going to pay the 40 bucks. I'm going to get his autograph. I usually don't pay for celebrity autographs, but I'm excited. I haven't been this excited to meet anybody in a while. And he was December 3rd. He's supposed to be there. And I'm not going to meet him. I was so... When I saw that, it just hit me like in a whole different way that he it passed away. It kind of hit me like uh, when uh, Jeremy Bullock passed away uh, as Boba Fett. Oh, oh. I never got a chance. I had a, one. I had one time where I could have saw him, and I, I missed the opportunity. And it really uh, hit me hard when uh, that happened. I'm like, damn. So, oh, you no. Know, look, you know, everybody when they read Batman, 
you know what voice you're hearing in your head. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, the animated series, man, growing up in the, well, in the 90s, I was in my 20s, but uh, the animated series was something uh, extraordinary when they put that on uh, and watching that. You know, and look, I'm not a huge Batman fan, I'll be honest with you. And like DC is not my thing, but Batman, I always gravitated to Batman. Things were on. I watched the animated show. I did watch it. It was really cool, and it just the style of it was the old, like old school, and really, it, it was a fun show. And Batman, you know, his voice, you know, the documentary is really interesting about the Batman Adventures when they did that. And the for us kids, when you were out doing your adult stuff, yep, I couldn't go anywhere <laughs> after school and watch it at home. And I catch reruns of this too. You know, you watch the reruns, and it's still just as great as it was when it first began. Yeah, it was like it was like futuristic, but not. Yeah, I know. Right. I just, it was like all right. If there was cartoons back in the forties that they made, like a Superman cartoon. They made Batman a couple of Batman. Yeah, and it looks like a forties type of a style, futuristic looking, but it was something that was like beyond the time when it dropped, and the joke. Well, Heavily inspired by the Max Fleischer yeah. uh, Superman stuff. Yeah. Bruce Tim was a big fan of all that. And uh, the look of it, the style of it, it was just a darker take on everything. And, um, you know, Batman 80, 89 was when the Batman movie came out. So it's a couple of years after that. But they, they, 92, I think, is when this the series debuted. Mm -hmm. And that was on Afternoons. Uh, on Channel 5, right? On Channel 5. Uh, well, Channel 50 for me. Well, or, Channel 50, Channel yeah. 5 here. Right, right. right. Uh, but then it came on Saturday. They moved it to Saturday morning, and I had my VCR set every Saturday morning for Batman, Superman, half an hour of Superman, half an hour of Batman, every weekend. And I had so many of those on VHS before you could own them on, you know, DVD or blue. And I have them on Blu-ray now, but like before, I had to, you know, record them on VHS timer like every weekend, and I watch them after because I would use it to work on in the mornings and such. But this was. A, a must watch every week uh, for me when it, you know when it went weekly. It was just such a great and like like Kyle said, when you hear Batman talk, when you read a comic, when you when you like that's that's the voice you hear. Uh, there's so many people that have played Batman over the years, but this this is Batman. This is you Batman know, for like, a whole bunch of us. You know, it's like actors portraying characters, voice actors. Very iconic too when it comes to like uh, Optimus Prime, Peter Weller, you know. Yeah, uh, Kyle Tinsner. Yeah, yeah, has Optimus Prime, you know. Uh, Peter Cullen, right? Cullen. Cullen, yeah. Cullen, and and voices like that, you know, you don't find often, and they become iconic and just part of your uh, part of your life growing up. And I don't know, just when they uh, change voices, people get mad because. They want the original voices, and right. for over thirty yeah. years, he was uh, the voice of uh, the Cape Crusader. I know, I know. Uh, Ish is bummed about it. He got off and changed his name. He's speechless. It. It's R.I.P. Kevin Conroy. At the bottom. Yeah. Wait a second, that's not Kevin. <laughs> so sixty-six years old is very young. You know, yeah. yes. young, young of an age at the time. I, that people are living longer now and stuff like that. And it just, see, life, man. That's why you have to enjoy every moment of it. Mm -hmm. 
you know, do what you can. If, if the good, t- look, the bad times don't last forever, man. Good things do happen, and just just live, live life, man. That's all you have to do is live it. Yep, because you never know when it's your time. But I hope he's not in pain and anymore, and because you know cancer sucks. It does. So I hope he's nice and comfy wherever he may be. We talked about that. We talked about that. Talked about that. You can't. Okay, we're we're gonna go to our our worst covers and best covers of the week. So let me. bring Ish back in again. Ish, before we move on, did you have any words to say about Mr. Kevin Conroy? It's pretty heartfelt, dude. Yeah. That's some internet issues. I was like, before we move on, did you have any heartfelt thing to say about uh, Mr. Batman himself, Kevin Conroy? About adding to Kevin Conroy, and I think you guys, um, I think you guys nailed it. Yeah, it's a sad day for uh, the Batman community. Yep. Okay. So let's see if you guys agree with my worst covers and best covers of the week. So let's get this started. First one I got is this Spider-Man. I. It's almost really good until you get to right here. Yeah, but the arms too look a little skinny, like the way. Yeah, the fingers it's almost skinny. uh, like AI. <laughs> yeah. Almost reminds me like she's a demon. Yeah, like her head's all kicked back over, and like her neck's broke, so she can move it in funky ass directions. And... Looks and like the fingers caster. She has four fingers the... on her uh, left hand side. <laughs> yeah, she looks like her head's gonna spin around. Yeah, that's it. Right, almost reminds yeah. me of like The Exorcist or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's her name. Oh, it's crazy. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Give or take, you know the. Uh... Oh damn, no, that's, that's a. I ooh, not, I. I have not. Ooh, these that. are ugly covers. It's just. <laughs> first off, way too much hair. That's too much everything. Right there. He looks That's a little too. He looks bigger than too the much. Mama. Looks like a bunch of ants are on it. Yeah. Is this Maria Wolf? It was. I think. I think so. Yes. Because she's had some really good covers. He just started putting she's, she's, Yeah, she's going over the top right now with this one. I'm. I. I mean, I've liked some of her covers recently, and but this one is definitely. He looks like he needed to. He was lifting weights a little too much, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Let me think. Internet is absolute fucking dog shit right now. <laughs> it need more shadows. I'm looking right now too, Kyle. Uh, let's mm. Yeah, that's under my. Uh, I definitely did not pick this up. I almost put that new Todd Nut cover up. Yeah, usually he it can is, make It says it's the easily. wolf cover. Let's see. Yeah, it's a one in twenty-five. Maria, it's wolf variant. It says so. It's definitely Maria, Maria Wolf. Yeah, 
This is her style with all the lines. Yeah, it's pretty I got cool. another crazy cover that looked kind of like that too, but it was a it was a Native American variant. Um, on the front of it, the artwork was different. Like, kind of like this is different. Var- what variant? So, is it? It's a one in twenty-five. That's a one in twenty-five. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, I don't know where the other twenty-four are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully they didn't make a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, there's no. I okay. mean, who's ordering twenty five of this book? I, I respect really... it, but no, I don't um, like it. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Okay, next I got. I you know I'm a fan. I think. <laughs> I think Kevin Eastman only this art only works for Ninja Turtles. I think I'm a huge fan. His art doesn't work. Well, if you notice uh, Locke, the way he drew Locke, it looks like a character from uh, the Turtles. Yeah. So it kind of he draws animals like a. Uh, it's a rat with wings. Yeah. It looks like the that bus, the school uh, magic school bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> like that lady does. Look at Kitty Pride. That's Kitty Pride, I think, right? Yeah, she's Kitty the bus driver. That's, uh, I I just and I hate to say it because like Kevin Kevin Eastman is such a good dude and when he draws this when he draws Ninja Turtles it's 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 awesome it just yeah it just, that looks like um 1930s literature that you'd see in like a book about castles and gargoyles it doesn't or, have any yeah, or like where the wild things are. That's that's what yeah, it, yeah. That's what it looks Ms. like. Miss Frizzle, that's who it is. It's Miss Frizzle. Get back to your bus. Like, and I and I'm I'm a Eastman Mark like all day. Like I I will tell you. I mean it's it's I'm a huge fan of turtles. I'm a huge fan of anything turtles related. But I don't. I haven't liked too much of the stuff he's done outside of turtles. No, um, and the last time I seen that he did a cover, I ended up putting it on the worst cover of the week. Then and it. And it's almost—it's hard for me to actually do. Yeah, <laughs> it, it hurts. It hurts to do it. I understand. <laughs> that Wolverine cover they did was not so great. He did uh, the Thing cover that wasn't so great. Um, there was one they did that was okay. I think it was a Conan cover, maybe. Mm-hmm. No, I don't even like Conan, that, but uh, or Conan. I thought that was okay, but it wasn't good. Ish, did you see anybody really excited to get this cover this week? Did you even order it? He's waiting for his sign language lady to interpret. That's awesome. Thanks, thanks, Ish. Thank you. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> most of these go to pullers, pull folders. It wasn't. Any, there wasn't any. Uh, you know the. I mean, was there That's anybody sure. that was actually like, make sure that Kevin Eastman cover is in my pull box? Exactly. Exactly. So now we're going to move on to the best covers of the week. This cover is actually the video game cover, isn't it? The, it's from the video game. That's pretty cool. That's the best thing I've seen come from that video game. Yeah, I heard that game was crap. Like and so that's that's the, sad. 
Let me find it. Anybody pick up? Like, the I'm not into video games or nothing. So I didn't really. Uh, yeah, video game cover. So this was the actual cover of the video game. Then I take it. No, that could the cover of the the front of the video game itself, like the disc. No, no. This, this series is based on the game, though, right? It's like a mini series based on the video game. That's what they mean, I think, Kyle. Oh, I got you. I got you. You know what? I gotta get this. Uh, there's that Diana and Nubia, princesses of the Amazons. I gotta get that cover. Just because my wife's name is Nubia. So to, to have her name on the cover of a comic book like that, I gotta get it. That's cool. I don't I don't know if you guys seen it or not. It's like my wife Nakia. Like we have, you know, like are you gonna mother. show it? I can show it, yeah. Let me <laughs> Do you have the internet? This is it's crazy. You can look stuff up. Right? The power of Google. Ah, that Google. This that's one right called. here. But like a... Oh, shit. Is that the cover? I thought we were about to have like some DC dark darkness. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it sucks because like... Like here's here's her. This is Nubia's first appearance in comic books. Is a Wonder Woman two hundred four. So she did three. She's on three different covers, and and these these used to be pretty cheap to buy. Yeah, not anymore. And all of a sudden they like skyrocketed. Skyrocketed. Crazy. I, I mean, Nubia had a series oh, earlier this China year, too, Kyle. Did you get those? China. <laughs> Did it's you funny. get the oh. Nubia stuff that came out earlier this year? I got oh. some of it. Okay. Nubia, Queen of the Amazon? Get, like, I try to get, it's like when the name is on it. Gotcha. So. Oh, my God. And that's a DC comic book? I know the first one's at it, but like, let me switch let me switch back. And so like, You're a with the with the Kia, the Funko Pop. They have the Funko Pop that had the Kia, so I bought her the Funko Pop, and uh, it's pretty cool. And the the black the uh, Legends toy, the uh, Legends, because it's kind of a, a name you don't hear often. Yeah, that, so I think that's cool. Always that cool. cool. I like that. Let's see. Sorry, I got three screens. Okay, next one. This is the best. Looks like he's dropping a Deuce cover of the week. I give like it to too. The Rock. It looks like oh, he had some mad there. Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, that this was is the three? Ben Oliver Black Adam movie card stock cover. But it looks like, uh, yeah, it looks like that Taco Bell ran through him pretty fucking quick. <laughs> oh, so yeah. He went in a foot long and came out a foot long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I a guarantee you wanted to mention that one after it's done. What, is, what book Next was that? Got the that's Wild cool. Cats one, the, the art germ. Oh, that's Zealot. Cool. right? The Zealot? No. Is it? Yeah, Zealot. From Wildcats. Yeah. 
I actually I'll like take the a look right now. Uh, I'm going to have here. to. Yes, I'm going to have to get those, Joe. Thank you. Thank you for sending them to me. I always try to get. She she likes those. So. But yeah, like I'm a huge art germ. So it, when him, he just. Oh, we, we had him on the show a while back. And it was so cool to actually talk to him. Going to have to get him back on. And then I've got the new Ghost Rider. Like, that's fucking fire right there. Oh, wow. That's cool. Come yeah. on. Like literally. Yeah. Yeah, literally. And then I got. This isn't a cover. <laughs> this is just something I found on Ghost Rider cover. It's, uh... When you tell her it burns. <laughs> yeah, I could just imagine if this but was a cover. I love it. I do. <laughs> People be, uh. Oh, man. But it's. So it's done it's by, uh, I, I've Cedric Umbert, and it's uh, Diablo Lordo. And I was looking up his Instagram, but that, I just, I think that's a great cover. Should I want that cover now if they do come out with a cover like that? That's actually awesome. Yeah. See, something like this will come out like a foreign edition. If you get the foreign editions, you would have something on the foreign edition like this. If you think about it. That's actually so, a badass uh, cover. I'm gonna. Yeah, it's a just it's a bad it's a, a stock screen. I'm gonna sh I'm gonna share my screen because I'm gonna show some of his some more of his art because I actually there's a lot of it that I actually liked. So I'm gonna pull up his Instagram. So there's there's that cover right there. Like it's it's great. Like that Velma with a booming ass. Harley Quinn. <laughs> I like. Isn't that uh, magic right, right? there? Right? The... Magic looks nice. Yeah. So he just draws some awesome colors. Look at Leah. I like the Leah cover. Yeah. Some badass. Like, I'm going to have to reach out to this dude and see if I can get him on and talk to us because that work is his cool. art. I've just. He loves ass shots, I can see. Yeah, you can tell he's definitely an ass man. Definitely yep, yep. an ass man. Oh, yeah. Where was another one that I liked? I, I like so many. Like, Go back uh, up again. The, let me bring the that Slayer in uh, the Slave Leia. Right. Well, that's badass. He meant. I like that. Go back up. The and Skeletor? See that. Yeah. That one, the slave this leader. Let me see that. Let me yeah. It's not a bad cover. Or not a bad cover. Whatever, like you know, it's not I like his art. I would definitely buy that. I'm gonna have to try to they don't do any covers show. anymore with Slave Leah. They don't do anything with Slave Leah. Like he, I gotta give it to him, dude. It's kind of on point. Ooh, risque. Look at him. Ooh. Uh oh. Is that in cities? Why is Holly Quinn so, such a. I just wanted to give him a shout out because I stumbled yes. across this on, uh, on, on uh, Facebook. And I was just like, oh man. So then I looked him up on Instagram and I just, man. There was, there's a He-Man that he did. 
Nobody wants to see the He-Man. Kyle. Try to find. I know, right? <laughs> I'm trying not to that just sound right so nice. misogynist. The two girls cover. That's a nice. Which one? Yes. So you just stumbled across this art and then decided to look him up. Yeah. So what we yeah. thought wasn't. Yeah, I, 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 I saw somebody post the the Mary Jane just gotcha. and oh, what the fuck? Oh, it's him doing it. So, and I just I so when I put everything together for the show, I remembered this art. Oh, I'm gonna look him up. He got some good artwork. He does say like. But I'm gonna try to reach out to him see if we can get him on the show. Yeah. He's I wouldn't mind some of these covers of the Marvel books. Guy. I think it's a little too risky <laughs> for the Marvel books. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. Definitely too risky. You're going to have to go to Dynamite. So, yeah. so like that that. Diablo Lombardo. Diablo Umberto. Now, I wonder who he draws these girls after. If it's his girlfriend, his wife, or somebody like that, because you see, like, Scott Campbell draws uh, after his wife a lot of the. Uh, the girls, yeah. I wonder. Oh, Scott, Scott that's Campbell definitely going to be the first question with different outfits on. Yeah, that's all it is. It's not. Yeah. There's no different girls. It's just one girl. I know one girl, but uh, <laughs> I wonder who he's uh, getting the aspiration for this. Yeah, you know, you have to have a model that you get the idea off of uh, that you draw. Yes. So shout out to <laughs> him. <laughs> Definitely gonna That's try to Nathan. Oh damn! I'm not even gonna damn. Hold on. <laughs> damn. That's fucked Ouch. up. Ouch. <laughs> but it's funny. Stepdaughter. Distant cousin. That's better. <laughs> Babysitter. Yeah. There you go. Babysitter. That's even better. removed. That's it. All right. So let's. I was hoping JJ would hop could do some anime talk. You guys watch Chainsaw Man? I have no, not. No, I didn't see. I know that a new season was starting, right? Because when I was in the oh. con, when I went to Comic Con, they had uh, oh, it's... we talked about it. Oh shit! So awesome. Well, let's get into some anime quick talk. <laughs> So the first story we got here is I'm not even going to try to pronounce the dude. Ishikawa. Wednesday that they arrested Ishikawa. a What? Ishikawa Prefectural Ishikawa Prefectural Ishikawa Perfectual police revealed on Wednesday that they arrested a 50-year-old male resident of Tokyo's Sumidata Ward for allegedly selling bootleg copies of the 1984 issue 51 of Shonen Jump's magazine, the debut of Akira and tomorrow's Dragon Ball manga. Manga. The suspect supposedly stated that after his arrest that he sold the copy with the knowledge that it was genuine. Yeah, got Shout it. out to him for selling some bootlegs. You know, no matter what, 
it's kind of crazy how people can just like uh, make copies of anything out there, anything, and they do it to a point where if you're not, if you just buy it randomly and don't pay attention, because every carbon copy of, of you know, like a bootleg of something, there's something you could tell that it's not real. Like anything that's worth money. Is co- it's is something they can be proud of. To create something. Most... <clears throat> like Ninja Turtles 1 is, I mean, Dubba could to test this. It's probably the most bootlegged comic on the planet. Of course. Ninja Turtles 1 was a big one, and then uh, Cerebus 1. The yep. counterfeit copies of that. Used to sell, and then those both sell for tons of money now. Those original counterfeits that people used to do. So there's a market for it, but like not if you're trying to pass it off as the original. Because like John was saying, there's always some kind of tell that you're going to be able to. The technology is getting so much better now than it was in the 80s, of course. And like people are doing this, and like it's going to be hard to tell the difference between some of this stuff. If you're an expert, I wouldn't mind having a bootleg copy of like Ninja Turtles one just to say I have a bootleg copy. Yeah. So I got some bootleg copies of some Star Wars stuff that I bought from China. That uh, because they because China never allowed having Star Wars there in China when uh the Star Star Wars began because they didn't want any American propaganda, so they made some some guy made his own comics, and that's actually a pretty cool. I actually think there's some value to some of these uh, bootlegs things because how much how many bootlegs do get out there if you really think about it? You yeah, know, not I, it much. Just, it would be. Yeah, it would be so cool to be able to obtain one of those, I think. Because yeah. um, now they'll take them away. If you could find one, there'll be a value to it, if you really think right. about it. Yes. Adaplex began streaming on Thursday a new promotional video for the television anime adaptation of Hamaji Komoto's Machinery. Go Why aren't you reading this, Hartman? <laughs> I don't know. You're the, you take over like you're riding the horse. I think you had it under control. All right. <laughs> Any pleasure it, read streaming it. on Thursday, a new promotional video for the television anime adaptation of Hajime Komodo's. What is, is that? Mosh, Moshley? Magic and Magic. I could have done that. Well, I don't know what that is. Moshley is not a Japanese word. And it reveals four new cast members. Now I'm pushing play. So let me bring up. <laughs> no, don't push play. Let me. Let it's me all, bring they're it all syllables. Quick. The names are syllables. Ha, G, me. Komoto. Hey. hey Komoto. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. So let me bring up each of the characters <laughs> real quick and then we'll move on. Do you know anything about this, uh, Hartman? I do not. I don't know anything about it. And I know less than that. Damn it. <laughs> I even know less than that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so let me, I was busy let me bring up worrying the, about AI. That's so. what I was hoping. Like JJ or someone would join us tonight. Because so, but like they know here they yeah. are. Here are the new cast members. It's Kyoto Ishiwaka as Lance Brown. Tiyaka Iguchi as Dot Barrett. Rihanna Udia as Lemon Irvine. And then as previously announced, Chiaki Kobayashi 
will be Mash Burnhead. So these are your new characters. If you're into whatever this is, <laughs> it's all for you. Sounds <laughs> good. Looks fun. Isn't the uh, the anime uh, con uh, happening soon? Did yeah, New York is coming soon. I think New York City is coming okay. soon, yeah. The extent of my anime knowledge is uh, Miyazaki films. What did you say about your anime knowledge? The extent of my anime knowledge ends at Miyazaki films. That's it. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know a lot of the new the new stuff. Um, but I, I've watched quite a bit from a certain time period. But just yeah, same here. Was it Sushi Roll? What's, what's the name of the Crunchy Roll? What's the name so of that? This uh, is Mm-hmm. Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I know about this one. So Sam this talked about it last what week. What the fuck? Is this the same one? Kyoji? Yeah, hip whip girl. It's like the butt fighting. Damn it! Hmm, butt fighting, nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. It was so it's good. Yeah, this is set in alternate reality. <laughs> yeah, because he it was it was on the outline. I I, I put it on there. So it's a, a woman-only gambling sport that became a fad in Japan. It matches a a top floating platform known as land in the swimming pool stand. The players fight to defeat their opponents and send them in the water by using their breasts and buttocks. Ooh. So I can get down with that. <laughs> Watch that. In the magic right? for the finishing move. There was a exactly. I don't know if I play it. Sam sent me a little clip of it. It was like they both bent over and then they like rushed each other and their their asses were smacking each other all fast and shit. It, it was it was pretty awesome. It was pretty. I, I'd have to admit. <laughs> so next, let's get into Chainsaw Man review episode five. So, you guys, did you watch this, Hartman? No, I didn't. I know about this. I haven't watched it myself, but I know about this. I wasn't really planning on having internet. <laughs> I I wasn't either, but damn it, here we are. So Chainsaw Man episode five was awesome. And like I said before, his his goal, I just love it. Is if you guys don't know. His main goal and objective is just to be able to fondle some boobies. <laughs> so the last episode, uh, Power took him to this farm as a trap, but he, she said, you know, if you rescue my cat, I'll let you fondle, fondle my boobies. And so they went there and he ended up defeating the big boss. And, and she said, okay, since you saved my cat, you killed the boss. And uh, you saved my life at the end. I give you three fondles. You get you get to fondle me. You get to fondle my boobs three separate times. Ooh, nice! And then, and then like he got all like discombobulated because he was actually gonna like grab <laughs> boobies. And he uh, that's where it ended. And this week started. They're there, and he went to go fondle, and she was wearing um, breast pads. <laughs> and he was like, he was like bummed out, and he was like, so then they fell out, and he was like, oh, what the fuck? And she's like, oh, I wear breast pads to make them bigger, but go uh, ahead. So then he got, he got his, 
he got his three <laughs> and then he was kind of like bummed it wasn't like what he built it up in his head to be <laughs> so that's why anime is genius oh, <laughs> so now he's like bummed out and he goes back to like the chick leader that he's got a crush on of the of the devil of the devil you know killing society that they go out and they kill all the devils and stuff and he's kind of telling her oh it wasn't what I what I what I imagined and she's like this is why you didn't have a connection and she like she like makes him like touch his, her face and her ear and like all the and then like, he's he, she's like you know what if you kill this certain devil I'll do anything you I'll let you do anything you want to me and he's like where can I start you know like he's ready and like then she like he like grabs she grabs his hand and lets her fondle her and he's like anything I want she's like anything so now he's like ready to go kill this demon devil now so that he can get it on <laughs> and and I think that's the greatest like it's 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 an awesome anime but I I like the underlying thing that his goal is like every man's goal <laughs> well every adult every kid that's like thirteen years old teenage. Yes, yes. It's, if you think about it, to touch boobies and to get it on. So, <laughs> and they did a little backstory on the, on one of the other characters, and so. But if you're not watching Chainsaw Man, like it's on Hulu, it's five episodes in. It, it's worth checking out. It totally we'll figures on a Disney platform <laughs> on Hulu. It, 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 it's 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 great. It's great. Totally worth checking out. I mean, it reminds me of like that. That was Beavis and Butthead's whole goal, like the whole time they were on. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oh. He said, <laughs> "All they ever wanted." It was just so funny. He was so he was so bummed out when like the breast pads fell. He was like, "What?" Yeah, it's like you're getting a cheap. Uh, it's like you're not getting the sushi you want. You know, you eat the sushi like you have a plan of eating good sushi, and you get that uh, that shitty ass sushi that they make. That's that's another thing. The weekly waiting for week, like I will binge it all in one day, or but I, the week to week thing that's tough. That's tough to. Stay that's up what on. I was. T- I was t- my a guy I work with is a big like anime guy, and I was like, dude, are you watching Chainsaw Man? And he was like, dude, everyone's talking about. It. I can't wait to watch it. And I was like, it's one of those things. Like I like to binge stuff like that as well. But I'm now I'm in this predicament where like I enjoy it so much I can't wait to let it build up. I've got to watch it when it comes out. Like I'll watch have- I'll watch up to like four or five like Bleach like I'll watch up about four or five episodes in a row of that. Like it's just it's just I can't you know it's it'd be like going to the movie theaters and then only getting twenty minutes of it and then having to leave <laughs> and come back. It's like just give me just when I'm ready to watch anime and read the subtitles, I'm gonna be ready to watch. I'm gonna be in the living room sitting on the floor like a child and how like, many seasons oh, is it already it, it's the first season and they just started dubbing it too okay i'm it's pretty sure <laughs> but just man this their stories are just top quality that's for sure oh Maybe double good. g i did hear about that uh uh ghibli star wars short i gotta i gotta check it out oh Can't yeah i was reading Grogu in it or something yeah I'm very, I'm very curious about whatever that is i want to watch that later on when it Later on tonight, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. Let's see. Do we have right. a... Nope. Okay, so now we're going to get into the first, 
first appearances of the week. What the fuck is going on? Okay. Oops, wrong screen. Our first appearance is uh, Amazing Spider-Man 13. We've got the Gold Goblin. Ish, was anybody excited to see the first appearance of the Gold Goblin? Yes, they I were. Know. This is kind of, I feel this could be a big one. <laughs> Not huge, but big. So, I mean, Spider-Man fans were excited for the Gold Goblin. I bought this because of the Hobgoblin. I'm a Hobgoblin fan, so uh, the Hobgoblin coming back and getting a treat with the Gold Goblin uh, was a uh, two plus two for me. This is a dude. What the f fuck is wrong with Spider-Man's neck? Yeah, our uh, our amazing Spider-Man sales are very strong right now, <laughs> even with the neck. terrible art. Well, that's you know, I'm telling you. You know what I think it is. Head. Even with the terrible arm. I have a theory. What do you think it is, Harbin? It's AI. What's your theory? I think that artists are slowly we'll using get it. We'll hmm. Probably. This is not AI. This, this no. Is no look, look at the angle. Look at the angle of his head. Look at the head of Spider-Man and the body he's holding. Something's off. That's JRJR. It's just, he's just maybe he's getting he's getting yeah, up there and he's just lost his yeah. touch. So remember, remember that name because I'm going to ask you later about that Kyle, that that artist. Well, you do Hobgoblin good. Jar Jar, okay. Yeah, he's old school. It's like some. I'll admit, some things like if you go through the book, some things are so badass that he draws. Like you could tell, like there must have been passion there or something, and then other things are like bad and like phoned in and then other things are just drawn like terribly well he used to be able to draw like, and he gets some little flashes of him yeah exactly problem. joe yeah <laughs> he used to be able to draw that was that all it was you might get my connection to in a little bit so next we get the no the new golden age number one one shot we have the first appearance of the stranger that is not a good cover either how did i miss that one so, is, like is, is anybody clamoring for this one? No. I mean, like they were they were for the self, but not for the stranger. It's in fact, I didn't even know about the stranger until you just showed it to me right now. But a lot of us for this for this one shot, you know, and for Jeff Johns and a lot. Of the Justice Society fans, etc., Golden Age stuff. So that, yeah, that was probably the biggest DC book of the week. Nice. And I'm sure you guys are going to talk about this tomorrow, Dom. But we yep. have I High Republic number two. Yep. The first team appearance of the Path of the. Hey, why don't you read it since you can talk oh, about the first it for a appearance minute? Appearance of the Path of uh, the Open. What does that the mean? Hand and the Extremist uh, Missionary Order. And the first team appearance of the Twinkle Sisters, which are two little, uh, two big dudes, a uh, big, well, dudes or girls, I don't know what they are, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, this so actually, the, who's the path of the open? What's that? Uh, you know, I haven't read it yet. I just bought it, I haven't read it yet. Uh, oh, shit. It's, it's just the, uh, 
the story of, well, the whole fact is this takes place 150 years prior to the first uh, wave of uh, High Republic books. So they went back, and then the third season is going to go uh, forward again. It's kind of uh, weird, but uh, there's a lot going on. Uh, tomorrow, if you guys tune in. Tomorrow you know, night, guys. Tomorrow check night. Out the tune in. Tales from the Dark Side, episode. you guys are going to break it down, I'm sure. Wave Seeker will definitely uh, break it down more, and uh, he's more into tune. I, I have to read it. I haven't read it yet. I've been behind in my books lately, so. So Batman Urgent Legends number 21. We've got the first team appearance of Arkham Academy, Scorn, Little Kitten, Death Trap, The Noise, and Wannabe Wilson. Hmm. So was anyone looking for this one-ish? I like the old style, the way the cover looks. I like the uh, Yeah, the cover is cool. Man. Nobody was looking for this one, I'm sure. Like I said, then uh, nah. <laughs> the pullers, we have pullers that take it, but there was, yeah, it didn't fly off the shelves. Of so we've got the death of Superman one, first appearance of Doombreaker. I assume that a lot of people are getting it just as like to be like if you if you missed the first time back in the you day, were too young. And you didn't get to be a part of the death of Superman. This is your turn to be a part of the death of Superman. I got one of the variants with uh, Doomsday in the cover holding his cape, which it was a foil cover, which I liked. That's about it. I'm not. I had all these books. I don't have many more, but. Are you talking about the black one? No, it was a, it's a uh, it's a foil cover with Doomsday in the cover, and he's holding. He has his uh. His fist holding Superman's cape. It's like a tit. Uh, where do I have it? I have some oh, place. it's the Lee Williams cover. Yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's a variant. It was like 40 bucks or something like that. It was like a, uh, a variant cover. Yeah, That's the I'll only one I really want. You know, because the, uh, the one, this, I think this, they had the foil one in 200, which they wanted like 200 something dollars for it. I didn't like it. I didn't like the cover. I'm like, yeah. Wow, no offense. Uh, oh, yeah, they yeah. Got me. It's all black. They got me with all this stuff back in the day, and they're not getting me again. There you go. Hey. I bought everything leading up to this whole <laughs> death of Superman you know, and everything. And twice. Definitely not. Nope, I learned my lesson the first time. Is that the cover you got, Dob? No. Damn it. That's not the cover. <laughs> hey, hold on. Let me, let me get it. I know where it is. Hold on. Oh, it's this one right here. Matina. It's a Matina the, you're talking about, the probably. Francisco Matina cover. Yeah. Yeah, I think I got it. There it is. Let me see. You probably found it. Yeah, that one. I like that cover for some reason. That's a cool cover, actually. Yeah, that's why I bought it. I thought it was cool the way he's uh, holding that's the cape. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah, Matina does good work most of the time. Yeah. Oh, it's left again. I didn't even ask him if it was. Uh... Hot. <laughs> no, I just uh I actually think it's uh the best cover out of all of them, I think. Let's see share screen. Yeah, plus everything is now foil so covers again. The DC is doing the foil cover uh I, yes. 
So we've got oh, fucking three screens. So we've got Batman Incorporated number two. We have the first cameo appearance of Phantom One, a failed sidekick of Ghostmaker. First cameo appearance of Fisher and an electricity wielder. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. It's just gone. I can't ask him how it did in the comic book stores. Did you guys hear anybody talking about this? No. I had heard about Phantom 1, uh, but after the fact. Yeah. Actually, I heard about Ghostmaker when Ghostmaker first uh, appeared. Ooh. I heard more about that. that. Those were cool covers. Those, those, yeah, those were cool. We've got yeah. Superman, son of Kal-El 17. We've got the first appearance of Red Sin. Mm. Look at that. Got the overalls on with some nip showing. Nipple hanging out. Nipple action. <laughs> yeah. That kryptonite in your pocket? Or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> and then we've got the first Spider-Man number one, The Lost Hunt. I got we've that. We've got the first appearance of Tracy McCaba. It's actually a pretty cool cover. She's like a, a voodoo goddess. It's not uh it's not what's her name? Uh it's not Craven's love. It's uh somebody else, a new person. Like a voodoo priest or something. Oh like nice. Yeah. And it's like the this is like the origin of uh of Craven the Hunter. That we're finally getting something like that. So I picked this up. The cover looks pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Is he a PETA activist? Because we don't have a top <laughs> five this week. <laughs> It's so stupid. All right, Hartman. Yeah. We're introducing our new segment. It's uh, a comic book versus AI. So Liefeld why don't you tell us AI. a little bit about it? So, so I think that once we see Liefeld drawing some feet that are appropriate and well done, he will have used AI to its fullest potential. But in the <laughs> meantime, we want to see who can draw it better. AI or Liefeld? And I'm gonna so, say the AI. The AI got it on this one. So so you, you these are you these are all AI, based these are all based on text that I've entered into the Dolly system, um, which will generate an image based on text. Um, it was accidentally discovered, but it happened and now people are using it like crazy. So I think artists are gonna take it and use it to develop their work more detailed and fix their flaws so when rob's feet start looking good in his books then that's when i'm, I'm pointing at ai so <laughs> that core but what do you guys think so damn i don't know but where he gets his idea for his feet from. better the ai did it better this was based on purely <laughs> just typing in like rob liefeld like comic book foot like just simple, you know, like like maybe four words to get these images. Why is there so many toes on it? <laughs> because it's an AI that made it, and it's trying to feel it out. <laughs> it, all it knows is that there's toes and that there's uh, that shape. Like <laughs> as you'll you'll see, there's a few of them here. <laughs> oh, there's more. Yes, there's <laughs> there's a few more. All right. So. I'm going to go with, I actually, this one is the most closely 
resembling a foot <laughs> on the right side. Is that Beast's foot? <laughs> I don't know. It's a foot that he. It's drew. a foot. Okay. <laughs> They're all Liefeld. But that is some <laughs> freaky shit right there. That is. I've ever that seen. Definitely is. <laughs> that actually kind of his so foot looks like a hand, basically. Um, I really only typed in like superhero, ultra realism, 4K foot drawn. <laughs> like, yeah, and that's what it came up with. So who do you actually, think won you know this Hold on, hold on. I'll tell you exactly what I got for the chicken. The chicken ones. I typed in a human foot. Um, and then the one, the first one we looked at, I typed in hyper realistic human foot. So that that is what a human foot will get you well, the- on AI generated art. <laughs> They're a little bit off. Ooh. Yeah, they are. Yeah, and that one, as you can see, <laughs> is not a foot, but it's still a better foot than Liefeld's foot. But you know what that looks like? It looks like the uh, the door opening to the multiverse. <laughs> you really think I'll about tell it, you what right? I typed in for that one. That was picture of a foot drawn. <laughs> and that's, that's oh, what I geez. got. Oh, wow. And that's Maybe the AI doesn't foot. work that good. That was the first image that was pulled. Like that one. Right I will there. not speak any ill of AI, our future robot masters. I'm not saying anything bad about them. <laughs> On record. They're just, they're quick learners. <laughs> but I really do think that they're going to make things, they're, they're going to make it. Um, it reminds me of, if you, I don't know if you guys have seen Love, Death, and Robots, but Love, Death, and Robots on Netflix, there's this episode called Zima Blue, and it's about a, a painter who goes on to paint these planet-sized portraits and everybody wants to see his work. And it just he just keeps getting bigger and bigger and then he reveals his last piece. And I'm, I'm not going to ruin it, but I suggest you check it out on Netflix. It's like a short 15-minute episode called Zima Blue. It's Every episode is done in a different style of art. Like you'll get like maybe an episode of Pixar-style art, Disney princess-style art, like and this one is, um, um, it's not my favorite style of art, that's for sure. Um, it's almost like Macromedia Flash, ish, but it's it's one of my favorite episodes, but my least favorite art styles. How do you spell Zima? Z I M A. Oh, I think I know where this is going. Huh? I've heard of this beverage? Like, like the nineties, like the nineties drink. Nineties alcohol beverage. Joe says AI has only been doing it a couple of years. What's Liefeld's excuse? <laughs> it's it's actually Z, it's they're short. Some of them are short stories from a book um, or a written novel um, like thirty years ago that they took. So there, some of them are older stories taken, and then they've. It was a uh, the guy that did the Deadpool movie. Um, what was it? What's his name? He's the one that directed the Love, Death, and Robots. But yeah, the AI's feet look way better than Liefeld's, right? I mean, hands down. I mean, even though there are two. This is Liefeld? Is it? I, I typed in Liefeld Spider-Man. What the heck? But the, the AI on the side, look at the what? feet. What the heck is going on? 
This I don't one know, right here. I, oh my god. It's, it's almost like a hand foot. Like yeah, like a hand foot. Like a fan. Yeah. Got three arms. What's going on? Um, I'll tell you what I type for that. <laughs> um, that was. Let me see here. That was foot of Spider-Man Ultra Realism 4K. Oh wow! Okay. Wait, do you I think see the 4K this? thing is messing it up. <laughs> You know what's scary? Mm. If this is realism, Jeez. what it looks like, it'll be a real life. That's now this strange. is this isn't this is the free service. This isn't the Dolly Two. This isn't like the new like the bee's knees of them all. This is still a free service. So and and you've got to realize that all these images are based on a pool of data that it pulls from. So it's every image is unique. And you're never going to find that image getting created again, but you will find things that are oddly or eerily similar to things you might have seen before. Because it's it's like a deep fake. A deep fake takes hundreds of images of a face and then puts it on a video. Like it's they're all images that you might have seen that is it available, but it combines them. So like. It doesn't know this. It's not like thinking like, oh, I got to draw Spider-Man. It's searching through all of its like its library to find the information and to give you what it wants or give you what you want. But it's the shit's getting it's like it's getting crazier every day. Everybody's putting stuff in for this um, program to, to manipulate. So we're feeding it data, too. Oh, OK. That's very interesting. Yeah, that Spider-Man side looks like a hunchback uh, Spider-Man. So I, I know they've done that a couple of times. Like I think they did AI. <laughs> I, I was trying to bring up something else, but my internet fucking blows right now. <laughs> I was trying to bring up uh, somebody put all the lyrics of Slipknot into an AI oh, yeah. generated something, but it's. It, it's it's motion motion or um, you can generate animation now and music and you can generate a music video. Yeah. So, but it's it's it uses certain words so people know how to type in certain things to get it. Are we going to the to the next one? Because this next one, I was pretty I was pretty amazed at with what it gave me. Um, as you can see, there is no feet um, in that image. Um. <laughs> it, it can't even draw. But feet those are. For... I think those are pretty damn good <laughs> at what it. it gave me. I don't know if it can draw feet or if it got too smart. It's 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 learning. And showing you, it's showing you Liefeld esque feet. I I drew I I typed in Deathstroke 4K Ultra Realism foot drawn. Wow. And, and I've typed feet. in not 4K and Ultra Realism, and it's given me less appealing shit to look. So. Like it gave me a Batman with a Superman sign on his chest, and like an, an amalgam of. Like Captain America, Batman, and Superman. I've I tried Liefeld like. 
But that image right there, the bottom left, that is a perfect scenario. Somebody could take something and create their own, quote, hero by using. Like, and I actually use AI for my own personal use in one of the slides. <laughs> But yeah, nice. <laughs> AI is concerning. This week we forgot that. So we're going to, if you guys have any artists and certain things you'd like us to do, reach out and we'll make a new artist versus AI and see who does it better. So just hit us up on Instagram or whatever. But this week we're going to do movie wars. I stuck with the war titles. We forgot to put the polls up. I just completely space let Pete know. So I just assumed Apocalypse Now won. So we're going to move on. It was Apocalypse Now versus Platoon. And from the chat and everything, it was Apocalypse Now won. So now I'm going to do Apocalypse Now versus Saving Private Ryan. Hmm. So what do you guys think is would be the winner of this competition? Apocalypse Now or Saving Private Ryan? You know, I think I still oh. go with Apocalypse Now because I, you know, definitely a uh, a classic. Yeah, I see, it's, Saving Pirate Ryan is good, but how do you beat Apocalypse? I mean, it's, I, I know, you know, it's a, and it's basically a classic when you watch about war. Apocalypse Now is definitely uh, the movie. Saving Pirate Ryan was awesome. It's a great mm -hmm. movie, but it's two different. They, you know, it's the kind of different movies that are in the same scenario, but at the end of the day, yeah, I have to go with Apocalypse now because that eighties, uh, definitely that eighties uh, boom of movies, the way they did movies. Because you have something like that, then you have something like Chuck Norris friggin' Invasion USA come out, which is got to be great, <laughs> you know. At the same time, so I've got Dennis Hopper. Yeah. And Robert Duvall, man, come on. You know, it's... Aw, when Brandon fell off. So this week, I swear, I'm going to put the... I'm going to have Pete put the polls up so you guys can actually vote. Brandon slid off. <clears throat> I swear it. So this week with Cartoon Wars. Last week, it was Darkwing Duck versus Gargoyles. This week we're doing Gargoyles versus Batman the oh. animated series. Come on now. Look, you gotta go with Batman. Look, I love Gargoyles the first two seasons. After the third season, the animation really started sucking and it was really bad. Batman is Batman all the way. And you I love Gargoyles. Me you can't read in your dreams. That's what Batman taught me. <laughs> yep. Never forget that. Episode. Amongst other things, that's definitely one of them. For some reason, that just stuck with me. That episode. Yeah, I remember that was that was definitely like, oh wow, that's like, holy shit. You're right. I've never read anything in my dream. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The Batman <laughs> episode when uh, Robin was taken and uh, the Joker tried turning him and he uh, wound up killing the Joker. It's a sad episode when uh, he was uh, made uh, one of the clowns. You're talking about the movie. What the? Uh, that was Return of the Joker. Yeah. That was Batman well, Beyond. Beyond, Batman Beyond, yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, was it Batman Beyond? Yeah, no, that was, was Batman. 
you know, the Batman episode with a uh, with a Batgirl coming in. Uh, that uh, it was it was just a joke. It was an episode of uh, Batman. They just actually showed the uh, the episode on uh, Instagram the other day. But that episode was sad. I know the movie. They had the movie. Uh, the, yeah, was it the uh, Phantasm? Batman. Phantasm. No, Return of the Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker is what I think you were describing just now with that. Was it? Yeah, Not with the, uh, no, Robin being it? kidnapped and yeah. becoming a, a clown. Maybe. I think. I, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. You might be right. I'm trying to think. Which, uh... yeah, but definitely Batman. You can't. You can't deny yeah, that. Yeah, it looks like Batman's going to be the clear winner. Yeah, they had a nice documentary that on YouTube you can actually watch all about the, the start and the filming of that, or whenever they started doing that Batman Adventures. They said they had a lot of rules to follow. Yeah, because it was uh, it started out on Fox, and Fox uh, Fox animated whatever, and then they had so many rules on Fox. Then it went over to WB Animation. Maybe. And they had so many rules. Mm -hmm. They couldn't show guns. They couldn't, like... Yeah, so nobody could fire a gun. Or, yeah. yeah. No killing. No, so, so many things. Well, they actually got a Batman series that they just made that uh, it uh, got canceled in one of the uh, streams of trying to pick it up. And it's supposed to be a violent... It's a little bit of a more violent, uh, adultish cartoon, but it's more, drawing, like, uh, 40s style, too. Like uh, Yeah, it was made by uh, Bruce Tim and... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so it was supposed to be on HBO Max, and HBO dropped it. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully somebody else picks it up. I'm definitely. They've been saying Netflix and uh, somebody else. So Disney was trying to pick it up for Hulu, which is kind of weird. Yeah, Disney. that'd be really weird if Disney got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. That's a huge mistake by HBO to drop that. Yeah. So I'm going to send these to Pete tomorrow before Tales from the Dark Side, so that. He gets these up this week to vote. So, and then I think my next segment is, I think it's my hot girl of the week, and this one goes to Lauren Cohen. When she smiles, we all smile. Wow. Is that a nipple? Wait, wait. Is that a nipple showing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta go. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> so we give it to her this week. That's an awesome picture of her. Yeah. Yeah, she's smiling because 11 years of Walking Dead. What do you want, man? Right? It's like I said, when she smiles. She's getting her own smile. series with Negan. <laughs> yep. Wow. So shout out to her. We appreciate the wonderful picture you've given us. Did you paint that you nipple in? I did not, sir. That's, That's a good segment. Paint it or not. I don't know. That looks good, though. <laughs> Boom. All right, Hartman. On you, the deadly Oculus. So the creator of the Oculus um, says that he has a headset that will kill you in real life if you die in the game. Um, based on an anime, um, Sword Art Online, where if you die in the game, you die in real life. So mm -hmm. it's rigged with the heads, or the headset's rigged with explosive. So when you die, poof. You know, who the charge will go off exploding their brain, you know, according to Vice. But I think it's a great idea and that they'll sell out. Oh, yeah. I suck at video games, so I know I'd be out quick. Yeah, I'll be gone. 
I'm not the same savvy person that I was back in the 80s and uh, early 90s playing video games. But got the new shit today, I can't. <laughs> I'm just who's that the was first AI person? generated AI generated image right there too, fellas. Yep. Who's the first person that gets sued when somebody dies from this? Right. It'll be like the new TikTok challenge or whatever. Exactly. I tell you, oh, the uh, the tie, uh, the little tie pod challenge where you're eating that. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, I don't know, man. I think gamers would definitely uh, do this for the uh, the sake the uh, the sake of uh, like just to just to try the the rush. You know, the uh, it's like jumping out of a plane and stuff like it's that. Like playing Russian roulette almost. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Wow, I don't, I, I don't so, get it. Sorry about that. I've got some I don't, shit going on. So I think, let's see. Wow, wow. But don't forget, uh, don't forget that uh, Triple D Dodgeball is trying to get to Italy. Go check out. Uh, go check out wherever their GoFundMe and everything to help get them to Italy so that they can play dodgeball in Italy. You can check out some awesome clips on uh, Sam's IG. He's always posting uh, and highlighting somebody uh, on his IG with different videos. He had a good one uh, yesterday, I think. It was a sniper. Uh, br- I thought I read it as brain, but I think it was Brian. Okay. Uh, let's see. This okay, yeah. Here, let me put one up. If you guys have ideas for animated series, hit me up. And There's a lot of good ones. I think you already threw out you threw out Batman already, so that that's gonna be if you keep going like the winner goes on, it's gonna be a tough one to beat, I believe. But. Yeah, I think it is gonna be. This is uh, uh it looks like Tan this week. Thinks he gets a gets Sam out. <laughs> Remember if you're in the Phoenix area. Scottsdale Comic Con, aka Old Man Comics, next Saturday. Let's see. So, help support them, help support Ish and Fantastic Worlds. You know, I'd like to thank everybody for hanging out with us tonight. I'd like to thank uh, Dub and Dom for coming on and saving me and, God damn it. Saving I wish me I would have earlier. I wish I would have earlier. About eighteen minutes. Yeah, it's all good. I just want to remind everybody that tomorrow uh, is. Uh... You you... What? Oh, sorry, Kyle. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Okay. No, no, you're good. Go for it. <laughs> uh, tomorrow is uh, till. My internet's uh, from shitty, the dark so. Side. Uh, Sunday night, I think, uh, 9.15 on the Renovation channel. Uh, Pete's got Dollar Bin digging and hidden gems during the week, and then Tack on Wednesday. Uh, So make sure you come check that out. Um, I just wanted to remind everybody about our live shows. And uh, MCM, 
Melkal Madness on Friday nights with uh, Dom and uh, Jedi. Had a pretty good episode uh, yesterday. They had some slabs. Dom had some uh, pretty fantastic toys. I didn't know what they were when he was opening the box. I'm telling you, I have no clue. <laughs> I got a whole shitload of boxes over here. I have no clue what they are. I, I, I'm great. My wife I love, I love you know, when you're like opening the box. Like, that's the fun no of it, right? What this is. <laughs> you try to open it up. It's great. What happens is that I forget because a lot of these pre-orders that I'm getting are pre-orders months ago, six months ago, a year ago. I'm, I'm lucky I know what I ate for breakfast the other day. You want me to <laughs> right. remember a year ago? Yeah, and I can't believe Hasbro uh, screwed you with that uh, the black K figure. They uh, gave you the damaged box, man. I saw that. That was, that was a bunch of crap. Yeah, that's all right. You know what? You know, like at the end of the day, I'm not really uh, like some of the stuff. I'm not at least really it wasn't here. a Boba Fett figure, right? Yeah, and listen, I'm lucky I got back the Boba Fett figure that was stolen a few yeah, weeks back. That's awesome. Uh, and the only thing I didn't get was the slab that uh, Shattered Comics uh, sent me uh, a special gift, which I'm really upset with that because it was a special Boba Fett cover that he did for me. Aww. And unfortunately, you know, that happened. You know, hey, look, things happen for reasons. Don't worry. Sorry, yeah, yeah, it's Strong okay. believer in karma. That person's mm-hmm. going to get theirs. Oh, yeah, 100%. Eric is letting everybody know that he's still got a few copies left. If everybody's interested for a measly $2, you can get them at F at FWC or online to go check out his work. And on that, you guys all have a great rest of your Saturday. For sure. And we'll see you weekend. Take care. And we're still alive.